The Talk, we're back, season three, episode three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a new guest in the building, Stevenson. What's uh, up? <laughs> this nigga intro it like he's a fucking, uh, a, a fucking streamer. So. I mean, he's a streamer. We're gonna intro it with, with this with this uh song that I feel fits perfectly for him. He won v one ninja and one. Wow. What is it? She lives next door to the store that I lord her at. We talk every night, she cry to me about a guy, and if we text, I get pissed when I get no reply. It's probably the worst song you could have picked to intro a human being. <laughs> Isn't this later on? He, later on, he goes to say her name is my password. That, dude, that's what we yeah. get. Her name is my password. Jeez, that is classic. a fucking classic. I mean, her name God. is my password. He has a line on there where he says uh, that he says that uh, he sees him making out with some dude at Wendy's. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he gets super, he said, the closest I get to her is when I'm poking her on Facebook. I mean, oh how would you God. feel if you saw the woman you love making out with some dude at Wendy's? Well, you messed up by loving her. That's true, probably. Start there. I mean, just because you love her doesn't mean that she knows you. That's, that's, cr- that's creepy. Is that creepy? It's very. Yo, it's 2018. That's 2018. very real. I mean, like, Tumblr deleted all their porn, so they got to go somewhere. But all the girls are moving the Tumblr pics to Twitter. Yeah, so it's lit out here. Tumblr just uh, made themselves obsolete. I mean, basically. One thousand percent. The only point of Tumblr was to have, like, furry porn and, like, the weird... The point of porn. Tumblr was, if a girl had a Tumblr, all you had to do was scroll through so you can see everything that she likes, and occasionally she would have a laundry pic. Yeah, yeah, that's true, but then you could also look at fairy porn. What is that? Fairy porn? I don't know what that is. It's like when they dress up as the animals and then yeah, <laughs> things like that. Why do you know that? Because they love Tumblr. They exist in my like atmosphere now. That's weird as shit. Yo, he's lying to you. He's one of them. For <laughs> look, sure. Right, I can't be a fairy. I don't judge, but that podcast might have to end if that happens. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> it's not real fur, bro. Alright, so I, mean, I, I guess we can do a, the justice of at least introducing our fucking, uh, our guest, oh, Stevenson. Yeah. What's up? I mean, I'm not the guest, but what's up, guest? What's up? <laughs> I wanted to do that too, where it's awkward. <laughs> so he's like, what's up? What's up, guys? So I guess we'll give a, a background of, uh, Stevenson, uh, super nerdy. Anime uh, dork. Nah. <laughs> like, you ever notice... You probably notice in, in animes, it's like that quiet kid that's like too big for his desk and like he doesn't talk, but then like something happens to the uh, protagonist and then he just gets up and slams the desk really hard. That's Stevenson. He's um, the desk slammer. So repressed anger issues is what you're saying? I wouldn't say repressed. I would just say like you you, you choose you, to filter you, your anger you in the appropriate moments. You know when to use your strength. Like uh, Krillin. <laughs> oh, come on. Krillin is the strongest human on earth. Theoretically. Is he a human? Yeah, he's a human. So everybody else in Dragon Ball Z isn't? Well, not everybody else, but like the other main strong characters are like either Goku androids or aliens. Yeah. Th- these are the only ones, this is the only one I can actually talk to you guys about. Oh, Go- Goku's an alien, yeah. 
Technically, yeah, I, I never knew that. I just yeah, thought they were all humans they can fight. So Master Roshi's also an alien? No, 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 no Master Roshi's human, but Krillin's stronger than him. No, he's not. Master Roshi will fucking destroy Krillin. Nah, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. Yeah, honestly. It's, it's debatable. <laughs> Have you seen the new season? Super? No. Bruh. I mean, I've seen the the fights that matter. Like, when he gets the new transformations. I don't know why, like, in one season you have 84 new transformations. But because they keep riding themselves into corners. They do, but there's only so much you can go with. It's like, oh, Goku's the strongest. Oh, wait, <laughs> someone's stronger. There's like, nerd talk going on right now, boys. New things for Tales are coming soon. I mean, this is just real life, bro. This yeah. is? I mean, I don't think... I, I think majority of people can say that they have at least watched at least one episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but besides... Sure. Dragon Ball Z is like the Walmart of fucking anime. Yeah, it was the introduction to anime for a lot of people. Facts. Yeah, for I me think me that's the only anime I've ever watched besides that and uh, Sergeant Frog. Fuck out of here with Sergeant, Sergeant Frog. Frog. But not Dragon Ball Z and Yu Hakusho and Pokemon are what got me into anime. Which ones oh, are Yu Hakusho? The ones that we got the shirt on? Yeah. Right. Yu Hakusho was pretty good, but I would say that's not as popular as... Pokemon and oh yeah. definitely oh, I not. Forgot Pokemon is anime too. Yeah. Oh, dude, we can transition in that. So, what do you think about the fucking new Pokemon movie? Fucking Ryan Reynolds. We, we talked about this. We already. talked about it. Yeah. What do you think? It looks like trash to me. That's what you I think said. So? Andrew said that it'd be dad said that you should fucking like give I, it a chance. I said it has potential. It has potential to be good. But my thing is, did they then they never talked, right? No. Only Meowth talked. Yeah. Exactly. So like, what like what are you basing this off? I mean, there's already a Pokemon in the canon universe that talks. And all he did was teach himself how to talk. Yeah, but that's not... That's canon to the show, not canon to the game. That's true. <laughs> Meowth doesn't talk in the games. There's also no Meowth Dude, in the games. One thing that well, you there's gotta, a Meowth, but like not for the team. You know what I mean. One thing you guys are going to notice throughout this episode is that I have, two, I have another person I can reason with now. It's just not me bouncing ideas off a fucking half a ping pong table where it just bounces back. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Once you have more than one tiddly wink of an opinion, let me know. <laughs> you have to have two tiddly winks. Well, since we're talking about like anime movies already, that new Spider-Man movie, what do you think? I want to give it a chance. I've heard good things about it too, but like, if it, I'm down for a you black Spider-Man. You always hear good things about movies before the movies come out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? They're all number one movies. I read bad things too. <laughs> I mean, I want it to be good, but honestly, they're kind of beating a dead horse isn't, isn't it a, it's a black character or Hispanic are you talking about the animated yeah, one yeah the new animated one is coming yeah out. it's a well he's black and Hispanic so is he Dominican isn't he he's Dominican yeah, he's, yeah. he's Dominican and you black. don't want to support this oh, alright dude that baby is definitely born from Dykeman dog 1000% 1000% that baby wait so what dead horse do you think they're beating with this I mean just so much Spider-Man so much yeah dude, they're, they're doing a lot of Spider-Man I, I mean saw, but there's but, already a lot of Spider-Man that exists anyways but I already saw a trailer and I didn't know that like they were doing the Spider-Man universe shit where it's like more than one Spider-Man yeah. in the movie yeah that's the point Spider-verse. of the movie yeah cause he acts he acts as one Spider-Man guy like how much are the how much of us are there and I'm like yeah. I, see I don't be getting into none of that shit like that so that shit is always like new to me so they, I'm just they couldn't let there be a black Spider-Man without saying yo there's also a billion other Spider-Man that is pretty <laughs> that is pretty true yo hold up hold up now that you bring that up do you think it's a cop-out that they had yes it's definitely a cop-out that the one time there's a black spider-man there's like yo let's bring in all these other fucking spider-man that's not what i was gonna ask the answer still yes i was gonna i was gonna ask if it's a cop-out that they don't have a black spider-man and a hispanic spider-man but they just just use one character for both uh i mean it's realistic 
Because how, how, how much, as Dominican guys, we're all Dominican here. As Dominican guys, how much Dominican women do we know that have, like, a, a, a black significant other or the other way around? It's just, like, we just mix with like that. Yeah, but... Especially I mean, in New York. Because the character Miles has already exists in the comics. Is he black and Spanish in the comics? Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's, I guess it's not really Isn't a cop-out. Isn't it the, the one guy the from um, the Get Down playing the, the voice of this thing? Yeah, uh, I think it's the Zeke character. The Zeke character, the guy who cries with all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah Marlene. He looks, he looks like uh, Monty. Oh, damn. <laughs> My butterscotch queen. Um, but it comes out pretty soon, doesn't it? It comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm time to go see it. Um, I'd watch it. I guess to give background on Stavis and uh, favorite Cullen brands going up, what we got? Oh, man. Mark uh, Echo. Echo. I mean, look. They did, they did wear a lot of Echo back then. When, sure. when Echo did the marble thing, those shirts were hard. 1,000%. These guys are the guys that knew had the most, like, Echo marble shit. Like, with, like, Venom. Yeah. Uh, Captain America. Captain America, Spider-Man. And don't get it fucked up. Echo was a big part of street culture, or yeah. streetwear culture, early on, like, early 2000s. Like, they used to wear Echo and Jabot jeans like crazy. What about Ed Hardy shirts? Oh, Hell no. Nah, that's not, that's not his Tap job. Tap out and stuff? Nah. Tap out? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, another brand you can say is Adidas. Adidas. I've always been in Adidas. I mean, Averex. I really yeah. like that, too. Um, Adidas, he was de- definitely big on Adidas before everybody was big on Adidas, for sure. Like, when Adidas had, like, just the classic silhouette models. Yeah, I don't know. It's the stripes, man. They call it on me. But, <laughs> Some people do say it's the stripes. Like, people love the stripes. It's like, people love the check. It's a step. That's how iconic a brand Bro. a branding is. You know that the swoosh on the check is at exactly twenty three and a half degrees. No, I don't. That's what it is. It's at no. that angle. Who told There's you this? To it. It's at the um, one of their concept stores. I think they have. Um, one time I read something like they have their private jet, and their private jet has like the pound uh, and then like numbers, and like you know what that is, and the guy told them that it's Nike on the phone. Oh. Nike on the phone. You know how like when you oh, talk like one eight hundred, like call now. Call so like now. call the C is three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call the I used to get so confused about that shit when I was a kid. I was like, how do you type that shit <laughs> in the phone? That was back when it was like the landline phones. Though. Yeah, I know. Landline phones, my god. So you wore lots of Hurley. No, dude, Hurley's is disgusting. And Quicksilver. Nike really also cool. owns Hurley. Yeah. Yo, honestly, outside of those things I said, that's pretty much it. Nautica. I like Nautica, but then you like Uniqlo. Uniqlo, I like Unique, now. Uniqlo's a classic on this on this show for sure. Yeah, I like Uniqlo a Who? lot. Uniqlo. Who? Sorry. Oh, all right, man. That's <laughs> I'm in my Gap shirt. Right, fuck Food. out of here. Damn. No vacancy does a fucking Gap collab, and this guy's a Gap fan now. Um, favorite movies. As a kid or now? Like in general, just like whatever. <laughs> Lion King is that, is one and a half. <laughs> Lion King one and a half. <laughs> Those Favorite movies what? Like if I was gonna tell somebody You gotta watch this movie Like just movies that you enjoy personally Like oh, it doesn't okay. matter So Inception Obviously It's never pretty good it. uh, You should you never seen it? No Oh you wouldn't like it <laughs> This nigga loves telling me things that I like And I wouldn't like <laughs> I feel like he's trying to like Reverse psychology <laughs> yeah. Nah but um, Seven Have you seen that one? No, you like Seven? Yeah I, I watched it I was like Kevin Spacey's a bad villain. <laughs> Kevin Spacey actually like, plays some really good villain roles, dude. I did like him in Seven. I mean, he was a villain in real life, too. Nobody knew. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but, um... Dude. It's the ones you don't expect. <laughs> That's I mean, did I, they, did they... I did not... I, I never liked Kevin Spacey, like, his actual, like, face. 
I always thought like he, this mother, this like there's something to this motherfucker. He was too good in American Beauty. He was. He's always been kind of weird. Right? Yeah, he's always been like super weird to me. Like, it's just because his eyes are like too far apart. And his head shape too. His head shape is like the guy's head shape from fucking Step Brothers too. Like ugly motherfucker. Which one? Will Ferrell and the, the other guy one. are the both other guy. ugly motherfuckers. Yeah. No Will Ferrell is like a, a normal white guy. That other guy, <laughs> dog. Isn't that Dale Earnhardt? No, Dale Earnhardt's <laughs> a fucking NASCAR driver, nigga. Nigga, that's Danica Patrick. This nigga. But anyways. He's not wrong. You, you got any other ones? You said seven was Inception and seven. Yeah, Inception. Anything seven. with Brad Pitt in it? Uh, I never watched that movie. Like, well, I was gonna say no, fight. but honestly, World War Z was probably the worst one, and I did like it. <laughs> oh my so, god! You like? Well, I never seen World War Z. A lot War of people Z. actually like that movie. The uh-huh. only look, it's not a great movie. I wouldn't tell anybody to watch it, but I'm into zombies, so oh. that's all I needed. You know what how'd I mean? You, how'd you feel about Inglorious Bastards? That was really good. I love Quentin Tarantino. That's Quentin Tarantino is a classic. Look, sure. pick a Quentin Tarantino movie. I like it. Hateful Eight. Fantastic. I agree. Who do you like that Thanks. one? As far as director, I feel like you, um, thing, the guy who made the fucking Budapest. Wes Anderson. Yeah, I like Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah, Wes Anderson. Yeah. This nigga's a Wes Anderson killer, man. He's also a fan of fucking Tim Burton. Fuck that. Tim I'm not a fan of Tim Burton, but I will defend Tim Burton and his artistic vision. <laughs> Look, Nightmare Before Christmas was pretty legit. It's a fucking yeah, we, classic. we've already discussed yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and James and the Giant Peach are like the two good movies. Other than that, the rest of the movies are fucking horrible. You don't like, fuck with Edward Scissorhands? Edward Scissorhands is a terrible movie. Edward Scissorhands is basically. Him Sweeney Todd. We we had this conversation. We're having it again. Look, well, look, this look, conversation look. never got put on because remember got cut. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh, we have to talk about Sweeney Todd because I think that's completely overhyped. I thought that movie was trash, straight up. Dude, even Edward Scissorhands, I feel like it's just like him making a fucking a movie about what's like a HOA suburban neighborhoods look like now. Because <laughs> I mean, he's ahead of the time. He's ahead of the game. Look, man, I think Johnny Depp, although he's a good actor. I'm not sure he's as good as people say, man. All right, look, this brings up another point. Vince Staples said earlier this week on Twitter that yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean would be better if they was niggas. <laughs> if they were black pirates, it'd be way better. And he wow. said, no disrespect to Johnny Depp, but if there were some black pirates, we'd be out here. Vince Staples is funny as fuck. Wasn't there a black pirate? No. There was, was, no are you sure? There no, no, I there's no main because I could have sworn he went to one of those coves or something. Yeah, but there's definitely like, black pies being thrown overboard randomly with no names. Like no, no, no. no. I think it was like a smuggler. Or I mean, either way, who we have played like all the fucking thing? Like it's Idris gonna be, <coughs> It's gonna be what Idris Elba, Michael B. Jordan, fucking Denzel Washington. What's exactly the point? We could have way more. I mean, those those actors are three really good actors. Even though this guy over here hates Michael B. Jordan, but no, I don't. Stuyvesant definitely hates Michael B. Jordan because the women nah. like him. I've only I just seen two movies with Michael B. Jordan in them. <laughs> and that's it. Look, man, I just saw a commercial of Michael B. Jordan like saying stuff about basketball, I think. I think he used to hoop in high school in college. Look, that's fine, but that doesn't make you like an authority on that. <laughs> I mean, neither does it for any ESPN fucking this, journalist this dude, either, though. This dude makes Two movies about boxing, and now he's authority on the sport. Oh, no, he did say one time, I think he said it jokingly, though, that, like, yo, if you can fight somebody, who would you actually fight? He was like, Roy Jones Jr. And I'm like, yo, you do not want those problems, my nigga. Who did you say he wants to Roy Jones Jr.? Oh, shit. So he wants to go to sleep, is what he's saying. Like, even Roy Jones Jr. now is, like, a fucking problem. He still fights. He had a fight. Yeah, last time he had a fight, though, they thought he died, dude. Well, he's old. fucking rocked. I mean, he's old. Um, is Roy Cohn still alive? I don't know who that is. Who is Roy that? Cohn. 
he was like the main lawyer for the five mafia families in New York in like the eighties and nineties. He's probably dead. Where did you get that from? From what we were just talking about. Because ADD. You no, mentioned. No, 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 yeah, you mentioned Michael B. Jordan being asked the question: If you could fight anybody, would you ask? So I asked myself the question, and I would fight Roy Cohn. Why would you want to fight a lawyer for the mafia? They're fucking murder you, nigga. They wouldn't even have to. The lawyer would sleep you, man. I think. <laughs> Look, Roy Cohen must be like 70 now. Oh, you want to fight him now? I mean, the question is being asked to me now. <laughs> this nigga wants to fight. He can fight anywhere in the world. He wants to fight a 70 year old man. <laughs> What's his name? Roy Cohn? Yeah. Roy Cohn. Okay, what if, what if they said, okay, you can fight Roy Cohn? I couldn't be able to do it. But hold on. He gets a clone of himself as well. So I have to fight two Roy's? Two 70 year old yes. men. That's a lot of wisdom on their side. <laughs> they would. They got tricks. Don't you have like a torn tibia or some shit? A torn tibia? I have a hunchback. Now, what would you, you, you tear that one time when you were on the cast? Oh, my ankle. Yeah, but what, what was that? The femur bone, wasn't it? No, not my femur, but I had torn like a tendon or some shit. Or like, yeah, in your would, ankle? Yeah, that nigga would kick Still? him in the ankle, dog. <laughs> hey, man, I my got shit's good now. I got a plate. You. That shit turned into bone. <laughs> oh, damn. And the screws and everything. Yo, that that is actually like really impressive that like that we can do that where like a fucking plate or a screw turns into fucking bone. That's crazy. That's I mean, coming from a motherfucker who doesn't even like science. Yeah, I mean that is that is fucking pretty impressive that we, that it can just turn into fucking bone. No, that's crazy. I mean, your bone just kind of like absorbs it. Yeah, but it yeah. actually turns into like the bone though. Yeah, it does. Kinda. It's more like. Let's say you put like have you ever seen trees grow through things? Yeah. Yeah. It's more like that. It becomes a part of the bone. It doesn't but still bone. it works. Think about niggas who used to get fucking surgery done back then. What do you mean? Well, where they just cut the leg off? Yeah, where yeah. they where they like fucking actually sawing you. They would oh, just freeze that shit. Because I actually just was watching the fighter and the kid and there he uh Brian Callen met um Charles Barkley. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I got bad knees because I got like his surgery done in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> like where niggas could were still able to smoke on planes. Dude, think about yeah, back yeah. surgeries back then. Dude. They used to just he has fuse. back problems too. Dude, did you, they used to just fuse your discs. Not even dude, back, having back surgery now is terrible for you. Yeah. Like you they like recommend you not to get back surgery. You get some stem cells, man. Stem right. cells are different like, um, The guy who played Superman, right? Chris Christopher Reeves. Christopher he Reeves. got stem cells? Like he was downing them babies. <laughs> I thought he was paralyzed, though. Yeah. He's not paralyzed no more? I mean, no. Dude, stem cells fucking legit, dog. You're saying Christopher Reeves is not paralyzed anymore. He's not paralyzed anymore. This nigga's bullshit. For <laughs> sure, 1,000%. It's bullshit. This guy's a he base He ate so many aborted fetuses, he's no longer Is that paralyzed. what stem cell is? No. That's no, where no, it comes from. That's, I mean, yeah, that's where it comes initially, from. Initially, but they can yeah, grow initially, from but it, else, They though. take it from people's dead well, bodies, too, now. And umbilical cords. Initially, everything comes from fetuses. Not, I don't think not so. Dead ones. Right. From us. Not dead ones. It was it initially a fetus? What? Was this, a fetus? This is what he says. This is this is him on the bar, guys. And this is where I just don't like entertaining and I just switch the subject. This is, this is what it's like to talk to somebody who can't lose an argument in their mind. Exactly. They try this to rationalize like, it any way that they can. Moment, right? No, I've already accepted defeat. But like it's more like he just keeps it going. I mean, he, he likes did to be it the until right He now. likes to be the contrarian. That's it. The contrarian. All right, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Let's get back on topic, all right? Favorite movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker went from, like, all the way So back. We, we just said Quentin Tarantino, right? Any yeah. Quentin Tarantino, basically. Yeah. I like it. Um, 
He has that new one coming out, by the way, which I'm pretty hyped about. Godfather's on the What, what movie? You like the Godfather's. What Godfather's, yeah. What new Quentin Tarantino movie is uh, I forget what it's called, but I think it's like Once Upon a Time something. Mm. It's about the, um, like... Charles Manson murders and oh, that's gonna be a good movie. Dude, like. Brad Pitt's on it. There's a bunch of good actors. That's I can't remember movie, more. Kill Bill Three. What? They're making that? No, that's what this is gonna be. <laughs> I never got yeah. into the Kill Bill movies. Like, what is like the premise of Kill Bill movies? It's just you watch uh, a chick beat the shit out of people. It's a callback to like old kung fu movies. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. So, I heard like people live and die by those movies. No, yeah, those are really good movies too. Huh. Um, they're good. Yeah, but like we said, the Godfather series is definitely number three. Yeah, basically. And then uh, I've never even seen the third one. And they don't watch it. Yeah, I mean the name that I'm using now, Stuyvesant, comes from Caveman's Valentine, which is an old uh, Samuel Jackson movie. That one's pretty good. I know you guys were really big on the Boondock Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints, yeah, good. uh, Just action movies. Nah, he actually likes the Boondock cartoons too. Yeah, who doesn't like the Boondock cartoons? Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Conservatives. <laughs> nah, that's not true. I work with a lot of conservatives, and they like that show. Yeah, I mean, dude, think about it. Think about. But rap. they like that show for different reasons. Exactly. Think about how much people like rap music that are probably conservative. They like they rap music just, for different they, reasons. They can just like that and then just go back home to the house and be like, "Fuck these motherfuckers." I mean, yeah, it's basically what it is. I mean, that's that's why suburban kids love that shit. Just like Eminem says, "Take care of your kids so you don't emu- so they don't emulate me." <laughs> I mean, so, the words of Tyler the Creator. What? Your parents fucked up. Damn. <laughs> was he talking you know only I'm to, to you? Cut that. Huh? He was talking only to you, right? No, that's in the song Smokers. Yeah, I believe you. So, um, <laughs> other. <laughs> I have to timestamp that. Other <laughs> movies, uh, <laughs> anime movies, for example, Princess Mononoke. Oh, that's good. a great one. Um, yeah, that one's really good. Think. Obviously, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle. That's, I mean, that's the only anime movie I've watched. Any Ghibli. Ghibli movies are legit. Ghibli, like Maserati Ghibli? Not like Studio Ghibli. No, they were. They did that. Dead ass? Yeah. yeah they had What's a Maserati? <laughs> Maserati is the car with the. like the. What's, it's the poor man's Ferrari. Oh, it makes sense to me. No, what? what, what that's it, why I don't know. It, it's an M. It looks like a Trident. It looks like. Oh. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like a Trident. Okay. Movie. But I was just gonna say it looks like the Aquaman shit. Aren't those cars like, horrible? Yeah, those, those cars are those cars. From what I've heard, those cars sound good, but the inside is like for a luxury car, it's trash. Yeah. So it's basically, true. Chrysler owns those cars, and they just put Chrysler parts into them. If if you so, compare those cars with other luxury vehicles, they're yeah. just like so. Basically, barrel. I would compare Maserati to fucking uh, the Toyota Avalon, not Vetmon. Oh wow, <laughs> dude, Maserati. It's expensive just, like, for no reason. That's basically what it's it is. Maseratis are just like the great value of cars. <laughs> I, but it sounds really good, though. No, they look good, uh, too. Apparently, the Maserati truck is not that bad, either. But to compare it to every other fucking truck, it's not, it's not good, either. So I guess we can transition this to the Unigo U. Since everybody here likes Unigo, the Wait. Unigo U 2019 look What? What? Do you like Akira? Akira? Akira, the movie? Oh, Akira. Akira. Come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, that movie's... Who I doesn't think, like yeah, that? I, think I, I haven't seen that movie, but I think everybody loves that movie. All right, that's all. Look, bro. That movie, even to this day, speaking about animation, you'll be hard-pressed to find any animation as expertly animated as that movie. Now, that I, is true. I think, agree. Think, think that thing was like, done in cells, too. Think about, yeah. like, just how they, they like, use that shit when they did the Supreme collab. That was, like, the only Supreme collab that, like, I thought that they actually did, like, an actual, like, research on it. 
Facts, they did a good job. Like we can talk about what this week's drop was the fucking Marvin Gaye t-shirts. And it's just basically they they put on Marvin Gaye's album cover and it's just like that's it. That's it. That's there you, you need. go. There you go. That's all you need. I, I get tired of that shit. Like I could be like when they do stuff with like big artists like that, like Mike Michael and like him and shit like that, I think they should do more things than just Look, like bro. Fucking just put a fucking album T on it. What What's going on was a revolutionary concept album. And that's all I'm going to say. Right. I, dog, I'm telling you right now, the best Marvel Gay album to me is the... Uh, is that is What's going on, the one where he had the um, the painting of, uh, of like... Uh, damn, what was it? I'll, I'll look it up. Um, painting. It's, like, it's the picture of the... Like somebody drew it. And uh, I think... I know the the record that we had on here earlier. I think it was a season one that I played. It was uh, I want you, uh, Marvin Gaye record is on that album. Let me see what it is. Plus, Marvin Gaye used to kill the Scullies, dog. Okay, so what's going on is the one that they did for the Supreme one. The album that I'm talking about that I think is the best Marvin Gaye album is the I Want You Marvin Gaye album. The this you've seen this this album cover for sure. Yeah, I've seen that one. And you've seen that album cover for sure, one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. That's like the most classic um, fucking. Uh, Thing his album to me that's like his best album so I guess we can do the Unigo U is did done by Christopher Lemaire is that how you pronounce his name yeah Christopher Lemaire um it debuts the uh, spring summer 2019 lookbook uh, thoughts on this why you go why you go to the frames is everybody on it yeah I just want to point out my favorite segment of all this the comment section. We can do the comment section after we talk about the thoughts. Of no, the no, because thing. I don't have original opinions. I just base an opinion off in the comments. So this one says, for chicks with no body. That's fucked up. I mean, that just sounds like a fat chick who's angry that they're skinny Oh, that chicks. sounds like a fat guy who says he doesn't date fat chicks. No, no, no. The hype piece comment section is full of, like, premium men. Peak performance, man. Alphas? First off, Alphas. Paul is nigga, but alright. J. Crew. I, I don't think anybody is an alpha if you're commenting. Okay, I can change this into this AB Dash fucking commenting under rappers' pictures. I be trolling, That though. shit is weird as fuck. Well, hold on, hold on. Because if to be alpha is to do whatever you want. Yeah. And you want to comment on something, is that not alpha? But, but an alpha calling out somebody for doing something that's not alpha, wouldn't that be considered as a beta? Huh? Which part? Of me calling him out for doing it and like he, he's like, wait, hold on. Oh, <laughs> you're saying being a hypocrite. Yeah. That's just hypocritical. I mean, you could be alpha and a hypocrite. Yeah. I think anybody can be a hypocrite in this world. No, nah, not betas. <laughs> they have one role. What's the, what's the third one? I don't know. Cuck? All right. No. <laughs> APC. So are we going to go to the fucking editorial shit? So, yeah. Look. All I know is that first slide, that first lady to the left with the fucking down, uh, with the down blue coat looks like she would date AB Dash 1000%. That looks like the girl AB Dash would 1000% look for. I think, yeah. She's, I think he would want to date her. But I'm if you went in character customization and picked two skin tones darker, I'd be all over it. <laughs> Basically, with this girl just wearing a down coat, big uh, trousers, and a really big button up shirt. And this looks like she stole all her father's clothing. Yeah, to me, it looks like she stole her big brother's kung fu outfit. <laughs> um, as far as the guys, uh, the the men wear here is not. I don't really think it's like up to par. Like the first one, I think they did more for the women here, unless it's like heavy unisex, because they have like these ugly ass like khaki cargos. I think it's slide, 
Seven. Look at this nigga's outfit on slide seven. <laughs> oh, with the Birkenstocks, with the sandals. This nigga got a purple bag with the Crocs, with fucking khaki cargos, uh, fucking striped to the like it looks like your mom will get you out of Walmart. And uh, the, the jacket's actually kind of hard. Yo, though. shout out slide ten. He's got the cardigan with the chest out. That cardigan's actually pretty nice. Shout out to the guy next to him that has the fucking uh, the flannel shirt, but it's a, it's a short sleeve. <laughs> Short sleeve panels are in, bro. You don't Dog, know. That's an ugly ass look to me. It's always has been an ugly look to me. Slide eleven is good. good. It's a nice little like classic suit piece. Yeah. piece. Twelve is not bad either. I think we the like like uh some people have told us that they hate the this segment when we start going through the clothes and don't describe them. No, really. Yeah, because we're just saying like um, what we like and yeah. they can't see it. Well, that's fine. They can use their imagination. Facts. Uh, I mean, you could just put the link too. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll switch this over to, to more like a, a design architect thing is the Apple announces a billion dollar campus in uh, Austin, Texas. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Slide 17. All right. Slide 17. If you dash clicked that already, I know you did. Yeah, I've been Slide 17. Up. What, she's hot? You think she's hot? Nah, I'm looking at these pants. Well, well all right. So, so somebody, because all right, so give you a little background. 17 is not big on... Uh, Wait. On, 17? Yeah. yeah. Cyrus is not big on, like, fashion things. So, it's like somebody... This is this is why I brought him in to get in. Uh, now, Cyrus' opinion on what, like, he thinks of fashion shows going on. So, that type of pant is really big in now because it's an oversized look. And people were like, oh, that that baggy look is coming back, but they just call it oversized now. Yo, AB, uh, are those Yusuke Yurameshi's pants, bro? Which ones? The one she's left? wearing, seventeen. <laughs> Honestly, if they were green, I'd do the. I believe it. They're really big, but I, I like that look on women when it when it's. You're there. messy. <laughs> hold up, hold up. It really does, especially Tucker, with that, that, that top one. buckle with the loops. I'm telling really you, that's a hard. That's that's a hard. It's, it's, so basically, for everybody, wants it's oversized uh, trousers, but they're khaki trousers. I just got the cardigan tucked into them. It's that that look is actually kind of hard. All right, look, it's not a great picture where you can kind of see them there. Basically, Dude, that that exactly that is the like. uh, Japanese thing, right? The school yeah. uniform. I think this is. I think these are based off of like uh, off of Asian uh, looks, though, because everybody in in these performs are majority Asian. Well, I mean, I mean, well, like we said before on here, the, a lot of a lot of what fashion comes out now is all is a lot of Japanese fashion that just gets stolen by other people. Right. And they just don't get credit for it. Like, it's a lot of Japanese artists that are really killing shit out here right now, for sure. So I honestly like don't like most of it, but how do you feel about slide eighteen? Let me check that. I feel like it's very regular. Slide eighteen? Yeah. Next to the girl with the giant pants. Yeah. I mean I like the colors. I think I think a lot of this is like uh very color based, like oh. the their backgrounds that they use and shit like that. Apple's opening a campus and they don't have any classes. <laughs> that's not what they need, bro, all right? Uh, that's that's the, that's the next topic we have here is the uh, Apple's opening a, a billion dollar campus in if, Austin, Texas. If Apple did teach courses, everyone with an iPhone would be like, I have an iPhone, school should be free. <laughs> How they do with Apple Music already. I don't think any Apple user says anything should be free. That's I, I, I thought Apple. when I put this uh, link in here that, that we're going to be more pictures to it, but it just shows that one picture that's on the outside of it too. 
So basically, it's 133 acres, and they're gonna employ 5,000 people on on, on 5,000 uh, on 133 acres, which doesn't really to do make what? Sense. <laughs> huh? To do what? That's what I'm saying. 5,000 people on 133 acres. What are you guys gonna do? <laughs> However, eventually, capacity of the of it would be 15,000 workers. No, they're building this thing in Austin. Yeah. Well, dude, you gotta have space, and it's cheap. Austin's not cheap, but Austin. it's space. Compared to everything else, you can't build that shit in New York, 133 acres. So, hold on. According to the little quote here, talent, creativity, and tomorrow's breakthrough ideas aren't limited by region or zip code. And with this new expansion, we're redoubling our commitment to cultivating the high-tech sector and workforce nationwide. So, it's just like a research facility? I'm assuming. I'm assuming that is what you're, you're going to test product. No, it's literally just going to be like another Apple's headquarters. In another I, I was. I only put it up there because I like the architecture of it. It looked like a spaceship to me, so I'm like, oh, this is fucking pretty. You dope. know. You know what I don't like about this type of architecture, though. Like so this modern? one. Look, in ten years, people are going to see that it shouldn't be like that's old, bro. That's the thing. If you take things to be too modern, it's going to be like. Like, think about it. The DeLorean back then was probably, oh, my God. And that shit, I was like, get that shit out of here. How strong can this infrastructure even be? It looks like it's just solid plexiglass. Dude, think about... It's it's definitely strong. Think about dome houses, for example. If you see a dome house, you're like, nah, they got to tear that down. It's a house. It's a dome. It's literally a dome. I've never seen that. All right, hold on. All right, Chief. Have you guys seen that in person? Yes. Like somebody's house that looks like a dome. Yeah. Yes. I've seen it here, bro. Like the top of the Capitol building. That's crazy. I've never seen that in my life. When was that even a thing? Look. 70s, 80s. The last thing I'm going to say about this is that Austin. 70s also had fucking shack carpet. They're though. building this in Austin. Yeah. And Austin was the city that let JFK get shot. So there's that. So you're cool with it? Like what are you trying to say? It, no, he says things like this and like it leaves no... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that what shit looks like. And that one's even more modern. What, what, what is that? What is the shit where they have the big ass telescope that they see things in the space? The observatory. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like an observatory. At least that would make sense. But yeah, For so sure. so basically, it? Apple's spending a bunch of money in the. in Texas, probably for some type of like tax kickback and cultivating new ideas, aka how can we charge you for like typing. Basically. So they're moving 5,000 employees with them. Oh, another background on Stuyvesant. Like, doesn't need that many people. Stuyvesant is a cloud engineer, too, so the shit he's saying is actually going to hold way more weight than the shit we say about technology than normal people. Yeah. Well, way more than Navy Dash, for sure. What is that supposed to be? <laughs> I mean, they're just opinions, but... I'm pretty well-read in, like, <laughs> Yeah, but we, we both have we both yeah. have worked on uh, technology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have. We have. I'm saying me and Simon oh. and not you, nigga. What, the, what technology have you worked on? I've had enough lunches. Nigga, at nigga can't even. Nigga can't even fucking clear his own browser anymore. All right, bro. <laughs> I could I could sell you guys some more RAM. Okay. You could never sell me RAM. You want more RAM, bro? No, I don't. What is, this, the, what is this, the scene of a fucking uh, Send me this pen <laughs> Yeah what's the, What is the movie called again? Wolf Wall Street Wolf, That movie's so classic, dog That is a good movie That's probably one of my favorite movies In like a while Of this decade? I was saying this decade That movie's nah, really good Nah, Inception, man I'm saying one of my favorite movies I'd oh. say the, the number one That Avenger movie That really came out last, last time And Leonardo DiCaprio's in all three Yeah That's I mean, crazy You know what other movie's really good? There Will Be Blood Never watched that movie. Bruh. What about No Country for Old Men? That movie's really good. Yeah. Never watched that movie either. You gotta watch that, that one. That, you'll like. That's not of this decade, is it? It's. Let me see. 
Like, no, I'm, Country for Old Men has been like this could be close. All like, I'm saying now is that I need to get out of my genre of fucking watching uh, The Office over and over. Not that, <laughs> but like gangster movies, oh. like mafia movies and shit. Like this nigga said, The Office. Nigga, The Office is classic. I nah, watch that shit every fucking night. Like, 2007. 2007. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I felt it. And this nigga said it's of this decade. No, no, he said it's not. No, I said it's not. Oh, he he said like movies of this decade, and I thought No Country for Old Men. Damn, that's crazy. Because I'm like, yo, that was of this decade, but 2018, nigga. <laughs> yeah, just outside of Fuck. it. Fuck. Uh, I thought we meant like this decade. We meant like 2010 and onwards. Bro, yeah, a decade. That's is a decade. Decade's ten years, nigga. So yeah, it's 2008. 2008 and up. But I meant like not from a decade. a decade ago, but like of this decade, so 2010, 2020. Which hasn't happened, but oh, okay. like I, you know what I I'm what trying to say. Right? I, I see what you're saying, yeah, but that's not what we're thinking. Unless I definitely would have mentioned like Tarzan three. There's so, a yeah. third Tarzan. No, oh, I was about to say, <laughs> I mean, dude. Netflix I mean, is doing Mowgli. What the fuck is Mowgli? Mowgli is the the Jungle Book. Yeah, oh. which is basically Tarzan. Yeah. Yo, when are we getting a live action Zimbumafu? I don't know. That Hopefully is. never. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. get that live action. Uh, Lion King. Lion King movie. That movie actually looks really good. Look, well, it's man. not live action. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This whole live action, they need to drop that. It's not live action. It's CGI. Live CGI. Well, when AI comes to attack us, they'll make live action movies. <laughs> yeah, with us, nigga. <laughs> Battle to the fucking death. Did you read that book, by the way? Which book? The one I told you about? Well, it's not a book. It's a oh, short no, story. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. With the, um, with the AI. Yeah. I did not yeah. read it. Alright, you guys want to transition to the Stone Island Spring Summer 19? Look, I think man. I think this will be more Savage than his vibe for sure. Yeah, that's like Stone this. Island is, is just patches. <laughs> that's a horrible way to describe Stone Island. Stone Island definitely deserves way more respect than that. It does not. Yes, it does. For what? Their designs? Their designs are really nice. It's their they, they definitely have top. They definitely have top outerwear. For they sure. have top. Technology, I'll give them that. And outerwear. In outerwear. For sure. So what are you talking about? Top technology and outerwear does not a brand make. What do you mean? This guy is saying a lot of stuff. Exactly. He's just he's just saying nothing. That's what it's very empty. This guy's a fortune cookie. This nigga, this nigga, asks, <laughs> this nigga <laughs> asks me to give him reasonings. He gives his reasoning from from myself and still says that's not a valid reason. Alright, man, let's look at this issue. Alright. So Stone Island is uh an, an Italian brand. Uh-huh. Italian uh, outerwear brand. <laughs> I thought they were from England. <laughs> uh, I think I think a lot of things get made in uh in, in Italy. If I'm if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure it's an, an Italian brand, but it might be from England. I don't know. Who needs this many pockets? It's really it's really big on it. What if your dad has this thing where he just randomly goes in on brands and then later on throughout the episodes he'll be like, oh, I really like it. I really like that shit. I like Stone Island. It's just patches though. Maybe it's you nice patches. You haven't you haven't seen those shirts that like old Dominicans wear? The Chacabanas? Chacabanas. Yeah, no, no, so no, no. shirts with like four pockets. Oh, oh, with the two here. Yeah, 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 yeah that's seen though. I didn't know what they were called. Yeah, that's what they're called. So My dad wants This is more colorful, that. so it's definitely not your vibe. But number slide number nine would definitely be your vibe for sure. It's um, it's a uh, talking to me or AB? You? Oh, it's um, is it's, that NAF? It's like a yeah. These motherfuckers. They, they, I think what qualifies as a model nowadays is really weird now. Like you have to have a really weird look because well, it's weird. It's a striking face. Like it brings your attention to like who is this guy? What is he doing? Yeah. Like there's an aesthetic to it. Number nine and number ten, and tell me like, all right. 
Yeah, but look, if you if you draw a line in the middle of his face, yeah. it's symmetrical. Shout out to slide eleven; he's perfectly yeah. symmetrical. Yeah, so, but, but slide number nine is definitely Bob Bossy. Where it's just I like, would definitely wear that. It's a it's a it's a really nice jacket. Um, that's what I think Stone Island does very well. It's make really nice jackets and like really uh good sweaters and shit like that. As far as those tees or whatever, it's just printed tees. So I think nine is legit, but eleven, I don't know, man. That guy looks like he's about to rob a bank or something. Right? I'm he not looks really like feeling the, that. Robbers in the beginning of a. The Joker. I think it looks like a Dark Knight. Yeah. I I saw another one that I liked from this. Number twenty two would look like something that you would wear when you go when you go on your next trip to Japan. You I might not wear number fifteen, but I like the way it looks. That's a that's a common thread on uh, on this on this podcast. Really? Fifteen? Yeah, man. That's that's a common thing on this podcast. We say all the time that we like something but we couldn't we could not wear it. Would you say the other one? Twenty two? Twenty two, yeah. Um, I can see that. It looks like a sailor's uniform. Yeah. You said you like Nautica. Facts. I mean, I might wear that. Exactly. Nah, because uh, Stone Island makes a lot of dope shit. I think, I think that Stone Island is just like uh, Canada Goose. Uh, if you click through the slides really, really, really fast, it looks like an anamorph of a guy turning white. Okay, man. <laughs> this nigga's definitely <laughs> off the fucking shrooms today, dude. He's just saying a whole bunch of random ass shit. So, dude. yeah, number nine, definitely. Yeah. Number fifteen, that I don't know, but I like the way it looks. Yeah. It's almost like a digital camo, right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, yeah. if that patch in the back said like "Zombie Outbreak Team," I'd wear that. <laughs> Straight. What if up. it said "Code Lyoko"? See, yeah, that brand is definitely not a brand that we're putting through. This is like more high end stuff. You know, high end yeah. shit's like that movie where Christian. What is it? American Psycho is the, the Christian yeah, Bale movie. Christian Bale. Where that basically what 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 we do on this podcast is exactly what happened in American Psycho, where it's like, how do you, how do we um, when they were showing the card in that scene with the cards, how do we do things like the most basic and make it with the most luxe as possible? Right, have you seen the movie before? What American movie? Psycho. American Psycho. Christian Bale. No, I have not. Like so, the, basically, on, in one of the scenes is is it like Gattaca? No, it's I'm, not I'm like Gattaca. But it's basically um, this fucking... So basically, they all have cards, business cards. And all of them are showing their cards. And all their cards look exactly the same, except, like, the colors would be, like, a little uh, shades off of white. And all the fonts would be different. And I think they even commented, like, oh, is this, like, how thick is this? You know what I mean? How how thick is the font? No, how thick is the card. card, And that's basically, if I I had to write a description for the podcast every time, that would be it. Thousand percent. Vistaprint? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something they would have said on there. It's like, is this Vista Print? It's like, no, it's not Vista Print. You know. Oh yeah, dude, that's one of the scenes that if they would have said it's Vista Print, they would have been like, get that shit out of here. I mean, dude, that movie has a classic scene of he smashing a chick but looking at himself. That's a vibe. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> that's a vibe. That movie's really good though. That movie is really, really. You know, really watch good. it. Honestly, I'd when I watched it initially, I didn't really like it, but. Christian Bale is a really good actor. Yeah, By the yeah. way, favorite movie, Dark Knights. Of all time? Dark Knight? Of all time? No, not of all time. Oh. Just in the list. No, that movie's really good. Uh, that's the Joker Batman, right? <laughs> Bro. It's the troll question. No, no, you were serious. <laughs> I literally mentioned it earlier. You were, you were, you were this guy just of, asked you, what if your that's mind the was Joker was the, the Heath Leather, the Heath Ledger Joker. Heath Ledger Joker. But, but you said it like, oh, that's a Joker Batman. That's, that's the, the Joker, Joker Batman. Batman. <laughs> Bruh. In his mind, he thinks he's making sense right now. I mean, this, is, this is what's good about having another person here. 
Totally. It's it's not that he's doesn't make sense. Yes, the Joker isn't Batman. Yes. But to say that's the Joker Batman. It's the most famous, isn't it? But like every Batman had like the Joker in it. But this is the one, isn't it? If you're talking about most recently, and yeah, I mean that's his Heath Ledger was a tour de force in that movie. A tour de force. No, seriously. I watch the tour de France every year. I mean, that's not what I just said. Is he your dad big, really big into like? Yeah, my dad will watch it and he'll put the bike in the living room on like one of those like things that you just bike like without moving and he'll just ride with them. Well, that's fucking hilarious. I thought I seen that on one movie before. I, I think it was a movie you mean Dupree with fucking Owen Wilson. You mean Dupree and is he, so bad. And he does that in that movie, and I'm like, there's no way people actually do this in real life. No, my dad does it. Apparently, people do do it in life. Your dad's just a fucking Colombian Owen Wilson. My dad would do the whole race too. Like, what does your mom think about this stuff that your dad does? She like, probably she likes said. it. She just kind of sits there and watches it with him. <laughs> like, why not? I think that's what just marriages you. have to fucking, like, I mean, encourage like, some of the dumb yeah. shit the other shit that you're, like, fucking like, 55. What are you going to do? Isn't that relationships in general? Like, you have friends where you're just, like, they say stupid stuff and you're like, all right, bro. We have it on this podcast. Yeah, I haven't I said anything stupid so far. <laughs> he just said, it's the Batman Is that Joker. the Joker Batman? <laughs> Okay. Ask people who their favorite joke no, is. Look, 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 look. Literally, this whole podcast, like, right, we're going to timestamp this right now. It's 44 minutes. Anybody who's been listening to this, count the times that we have, like, called them out on some stupid shit and just comment on it. I haven't said anything stupid yet. Look, it's or fine. correct. It's in his mind. That's how he thinks of Dark Knight. It's just fine. Whatever. It's the joke about Look, the thing that helps me the most is that when I say something, I immediately forget what I said. So I can never be wrong. Oh, so you're like a dog that can talk. A dog who can talk? Is this like the like that one show where the guy <laughs> takes all the fucking pills yeah. and that he can Wilford, I think is the show called? Wilford. Yeah, when he takes all the pills then he can he can hear the Look, dog. Yeah, talk. Can talk to the I dog. like Wilford. No, I, I thought that show was really good. I never actually watched it. Um I'm I didn't like the promise. ending. Well like How many seasons did they have? Four. Yeah, I was gonna Damn, say it was a super. Had four? I thought it only yeah. had like two. Nah, Elijah Wood is a pretty good actor too. Yeah. Oh no, he's he's. I, I like I like his acting. He's pretty good. I yeah. feel like he plays that role really well. Like someone I just want to punch. Right. <laughs> I guess we can uh, keep going to the fucking. All right, so I just had this topic on here because it just shows like how versatile this person is. So Snoop is putting out a cooking book or whatever, right? Yeah. I think he has a show with Martha Stewart too, where they where they actually cook. Snoop is has it? to be like the most talented rapper. Like, I'm saying, like, all around. Like, he does everything. Oh, like, uh, versatile? Like, he's super versatile. Like, even just Snoop, like, as a rapper, I think it's super underrated. Like, people don't get what he can do. You know what I think it is, though? Like, I think whether or not he's really good at everything he does or whatever, I think it's good that he's doing that so that a lot of these rappers see that you don't only have to be a rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think like, so yeah, definitely opened up doors for niggas like Bronson and shit like that. Yeah. Where you can I mean, have a cooking show and be a rapper. Yeah. And it also helps having a bunch of money and like you can spend time to do something. Like if you're a regular dude with a nine to five, yeah. you're not going to be able to just pick up woodworking, for Facts. example, and just be good. I mean, at you it. could, but it, it actually takes some like wanting to do Yeah, that. but where Snoop Dogg would take like a month where he could do that every day, day in, Facts. day out, you're going to take like It's kind of like what Jim months. Carrey does where like he does like new things all the time just to keep his mind like yeah, going. Dude. I'm not hating on it. I would do no, that if no, I could. No, it's one thousand percent. Because once you already have reached the, that pinnacle where like you have money, yeah, like everybody's taking care of. What the fuck am I gonna do from here now? 
you just keep rapping, enrich your life. Man. Exactly, like yeah, that's what that's what you got to do. Oh no, he yeah. consistently puts out albums. That's what I'm saying. He's like so good at everything. Because right, Pharrell and Snoop already one thousand percent classics, and then you have Dr. Dre and Snoop. It's yeah. like unequivocally fucking classics. Like and like Snoop, it has to be like one of the best freestylers that I've ever heard. Like actually going off the top of the head, like he can go for a while. Like Lupe does, for for example. Like yeah. they, they can they can really fucking flow. Um, is this like what kind of cookbook is this? Clickbait. Cookbook. Oh, I think it's a cookbook. Uh, I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a regular cookbook, or you think it's a cannabis cookbook? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't make sense for Snoop to put a cannabis cookbook. He'll sure. probably have a few recipes. It in might there. be a cannabis cookbook. I, I didn't really do it. And I didn't really put the fucking link on here. I just want to talk about how how versatile Snoop is in general. But um, yo, I want it for Christmas. The book. Uh, what cannabis one? No, no, this book. A uh, cooking book. And yeah, y'all listening to this. Y'all just heard his wish list. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Send that through. Say so you know you know his, uh, his Instagram ab two underscore dash. <laughs> I think he has a PO box. He'll give it to you. My Amazon wish list is the link in the t- in the podcast bio. Um, pretty yeah, sure Snoop, he would Snoop still is definitely like it, I, is Snoop the most recognizable artist like around the world. Uh, for rappers. Yeah, like rappers. Yeah, rapper. Um, not the game. Right, stop. <laughs> I'm not actually sure. Eminem might be. That's what I was thinking, like, because I was having this conversation with somebody, and I was, it has to be Jay-Z, 50 Cent, M, or Snoop. Like, I don't think yeah. anybody else is, like, everywhere. like, my grandmother knows who 50 Cent is. Like, that's what it is. Like, if you go to, if you go to DR and you listen to rap music, and they'll be like, yo, is this 50 Cent? Like, that's what they would ask. Every time. 50 Cent? Every time. If, it, if, if it's a rap artist playing, no matter who it is, it can be anybody in the world, and they'll be like, this is 50 Cent. Like, rap music is a 50 cent to them. Hold they, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm reading about this book right now. About the good one? Yeah, I don't. What about it? I was wrong. What's up with it? All right, so... Let me start here. It's unlike any cookbook you've seen before. It includes not one, but two recipes for gin and juice. From, cook, from crook to cook, platinum recipes from the Boss Dog's Kitchen... Is organized by both meals and occasions with recipes for everything from fried bologna sandwiches topped with potato chips naturally to lobster thermidor, which Snoop Dogg serves whole so his guests can all get it cracking together. <laughs> Who wrote that board for him? Brad Hall. Dog. Oh, another thing I was going to say is that fucking Snoop has like that super recognizable voice or yeah. like that voice that like can make things sound a lot better, kind of like Ross does. Like, Ross 1,000% makes anything sound luxury, and Snoop sound, makes anything sound good. It makes everything sound cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they can make anything sound cool no matter what they're, they're talking about. Oh, I, mean, I feel like it if says, it was him who said, uh, la da di da snob on my knob, I would actually like it. <laughs> to the future. So it's, 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 that's Juicy J. It says he didn't put any... Uh, I'm talking about the King's Dead. Yeah, but I'm saying, no, that line yeah, from Juicy yeah, yeah, yeah. J. That, that. that line actually from Juicy J is actually, it sounds a lot better than fucking Future saying. So, yeah, it says he didn't put any uh, weed recipes in it this time. I think that... I think I, it was a good move. I th- yeah, I think that, like, he can drop that book whenever. The weed yeah. fucking book. Because, like, nigga, that, there's nobody known more for weed as far as an artist except Snoop and probably, like, uh, what's the what's the old country singer dude? Um, w- Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, Nelson. Nelson yeah, What about Bob singer. Marley? I mean, hey, Bob, Bob if you were to drop a sure. book, I'd be kind of scared. <laughs> Stop. 
Dog, I was actually watching a clip of his grandson. They, they talk and look exactly alike. Yeah, I, I that's fucking that. crazy. Um, his grandson is featured on a lot of music too. Uh, uh, yeah. this, topic, this topic has come up in, on the podcast a lot. Is uh, the art of copying? Um, in what sense? The, the art of copying in the sense of formulating something as your own, and like the difference between that and the difference between just like blatantly copying it. So this is. Um, I gotcha. This is uh, Alessandro Michel, who is the um, head creative director of Gucci. So yeah. he was giving his take of what, um, of the art of copying to him. But well, another thing that I get from this guy a lot is that he, he does a lot of like Jesus looks. Jesus looks? Like, look at that picture. That's just oh, how yeah, he feels, bro. He looks like Jesus. Yeah, he, well, he, look, like he a... looks like what people think Jesus looks like. Yeah, he even has like. The little a crown, crown thing, there. but that looks more like the Roman. Yeah, it looks like the more the Roman thing. If anybody wants to read it, that the the episode is right there of this thing. So basically, he wants to read this shit. You know, I'm not good at popcorn reading. I don't know. What do you want me to read? The just read like the his answer to the first thing was like what what idea when they asked what is the what is it about the idea of copying that interested you, and then after that is his answer. So it says Michel, art is about a connection. Yeah, Michelle says art is about connection no real artist wants to make a piece and close it in a box so that nobody gets to touch it in the same way fashion is about connection it's no longer enough to make chic clothes and put them in a boutique fashion is supposed to be alive it comes from the streets from music from the club but to answer your question this old lady called fashion was dying so designers decided they needed to make the bag of the day They'd take a piece of art and put it on a bag for no reason. It was just a trick to get people buying. You should read audiobooks. <laughs> Dude, if they want to pay me for that, that I won't. That's what you took from all this? Yeah. That's not the first time I've been told that, man. I'm saying, like, what did you actually think about his answer for? <laughs> I think he's, like, delusional. What do you mean? I think he's using the idea of copying for a laziness. Well, of his own incompetence in design. Mm. Recent incompetence. Because he's made great things. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is like, we've talked about like on this is too, it's like, uh, how much of that is actually the artist and how much of that is actually the company? Right. Because... Because, like, there's a lot of restraints of what you can put out and there's a lot of restraints of what the company knows that they're always going to buy. So basically what AB Dad is talking about is like, how they just like do like big monogram prints of like Gucci and shit like that. You know, you've seen people who wear like those douchebags who wear the tight... Shit, this always has the big ass Gucci on it just yeah. to show you that they have money. Yeah. So he means like that, and then actually like creating something new besides that. But if you know that that's gonna sell, they're always gonna put that out. I feel like as an artist, you should never completely sell yourself to a company, anyways. Like ever, even if the company is legit and like you see eye to eye with them, you just don't want to pigeonhole yourself into that. You can sell like a collection, yeah. right? And say like, okay, this collection's for you. You know what I mean? But then to have I just feel like as an artist, quote unquote, any medium of artistry, by the way, music, like de designing, designing clothes, yeah. right? Video games, movies, et cetera, et cetera. Like you don't want to be that guy that only does this because, you know. The money. You're leashed. Yeah, but the thing is like that is like uh, with, with, with that is like uh, that fucking... It's either you are a real true artist, like 1,000% you don't want to sell anything, or it's either you're, like, you're going to make money from it. That's the only thing. That's the only part of it. Like, yeah, true artistry, yeah, nobody's going to get paid, but nobody wants to die broke either. Niggas got families. They got to feed their families. I mean, you know. That's the way I, I see it. 
No, I mean, you know more than me about this topic, but I just feel like... Nah, because everybody here knows about art. Like, like the, this is just, like, him describing of, like, what the new, like, like fashion is. But they're talking about art in general. Hold so, on. if y'all want to take it to the next thing, he talks about, like, the creative potential and, like, what's the difference between yeah. plagiarism like, and, and innovative And literally, literally the next answer, he says... Oh, um, you can read it? I'm not going to read it, but... You there's want me one to read it? So the, the okay, I guess you could read it. So that you can say it, and then the listeners will know what you're talking about. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So the, the question is, yet the overall thesis of this show seems to be that there is creative potential and plagiarism. What's the difference between an inventive reproduction and a counterfeit? And Michelle says, one creates a conversation and isn't really copying. It would be like saying Mozart copied his compositions because he used musical notes. If I need something to tell my story, I can't be shy. I don't care how it comes across because everything is my truth. I don't replicate something in my work because I need the replica. I do it because I need the note. Mickey Mouse is a note. Dapper Dan is another note. But a copy for copy's sake, just to sell a pair of shoes, is really sad. They've lost the chance to do something personal, and instead they've just made a product. What were you going to say about that, huh? Well... I feel like this is just the pot calling the kettle black. And this is what he's doing. And the part in the beginning where he says it would be like saying Mozart copied his composition because he used musical notes just shows like his inability to look in the mirror of himself and see what he's creating and what he's doing. And I mean, then he's, it's kind of like what I do to rationalize myself yeah, on the show. He's, exactly. using, he's using this to rationalize being Yeah, but you know, you know how people are. Like, a lot of people have that ego where it's like they can't admit that they're copying somebody or that they're using something from somebody else because then it makes it look like you can't design in general by yourself. Well, I mean, he's specifically saying he did copy and he yeah, doesn't sure. care because he... He made it his own, but I think his analogy with Mozart's pretty bad. No, that too. that analogy was terrible. Yeah, that analogy was terrible. That a, that is an A B dash analogy, one thousand percent. That analogy was horrible. But like, I do get the consensus of what he's saying. Like he was saying, like like he used like Mickey Mouse's note, Dapper Dan is a note. Dapper Dan, like if you, if you don't know, is the it, he's the person who used to make all the shit for the artists back in the days in the nineties. Yeah, I remember the name. Um, so like they gave him a deal with Gucci now. Right. But it was kind of like a forced upon deal because everybody was saying that what they were going to put out originally was just a rip off of what he did. Oh. So it was kind of like a forced deal and they gave Dapper Dan his own like uh, house of like Gucci in, in Harlem and he does like uh, a lot of um, original pieces there and shit like that. So I think we should just get get through the rest of these questions yeah. and answers. There's just one set yeah, more. one back. So the, the questions we'll... are going to be asked is how do you feel when people copy you? And Michelle says, I don't care, and not like, oh, I don't care, I hate them. On the other hand, when I look at the people who try to copy me just to create confusion about what's real and what's fake, I think it's a shame because, in a way, it's like they're destroying my work. If you try to make the same thing without a soul, it will be trashy and ugly. I'm always trying, in a very delicate way, to put together things that are dirty with things that are completely clean. Things from bur bourgeoisie? Right? Bourgeoisie? Bourgeoisie? Bourgeoisie. 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 Uh, things from the bourgeois and things that belong to the ghetto. Things that are completely broken with things that are well done. I love when people on Instagram try to find the seed of what I'm doing, even if they're not always right. They're often close. So, I don't know this guy at all. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. But I would say, like ab said i mean he's just rationalizing a lot for sure and i think that he's kind of sensitive on the subject which for makes sure. sense which makes sense 
like this is his career and then people are like dude you're just copying other people's work <laughs> anybody would get tired dude if i went to work and they're like dude you just copied this thing from this other guy i'd yeah. be like yo man get anybody out of my would face. Be tired. but the way he rationalizes is so bad it's like kind of like if i was gonna say like if somebody said that we were copying somebody's podcast and i was like well yeah everybody takes something from podcasts it's like our po- our podcasts are basically the same we just talk my defense would be it's just words bro exactly <laughs> like like that, that makes that makes zero sense like right. I, feel, I feel like this guy what this guy should do um after this interview or whatever he should stop answering these types of questions yeah. and just flex on somebody you For know sure. and just like drop a collection that's ridiculous and then people can't say oh he only copied he only copied and then maybe at the end of however these shows run at the end of the show yeah. have something that is a copy that he also modified in some way yeah. just to show people like look i still do what i want to do and i can still do this but my point is this is what i'm trying to do yeah. you know what i mean kind of like a timeline if you wanted to do it like that yeah. what, what i just wanted to highlight a comment from the rational nihilist it just says iq of a seeing enemy <laughs> Well, one thing I was gonna say too, but it's like um, that he should have asked Virgil about the art of copying. The the oh yeah, because that that's another big thing that they say that Virgil copies. But it's that's the thing that I was like trying to figure out was the difference between just straight plagiarism and then like copying with like because fashion is all basically everything comes back around. So now baggy's getting back in, but they're just calling it oversized, which is basically the same shit, it's just different cuts. So the thing is like what. Like the, the, the saying that everything under the sun has been done before. So basically to start something new, you have to go back and take from something from the past. So what like what makes it copying and what makes it plagiarism? You asking? Yeah, I'm asking. Oh shit, I wasn't listening. Uh, so <laughs> a plagiarism is literally like, at least in writing, it's a word for word, right? Oh, yeah, like sure. if I wrote the sentence, AB doesn't know what he's talking about. He'd right? right yeah. And then you wrote a sentence well, that says, AB doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Then you just plagiarize exactly. me. You literally took exactly what I said. But I think a lot of what they, a lot of what like these designers are like, like uh, answering to is a lot of like niggas, like troll niggas on Twitter. Oh, it's yeah. just like that's what they're doing. Like you're telling people who don't know anything, not who don't know anything about fashion, because fashion is all subjective. But it's like they don't know anything about actual designing. So it's basically like somebody about oh you stole that, but like if I mean, if you modified it, made it to your own, it's like whatever. Like it's cool. So I feel like. There's something to that. I think that yeah. sometimes I see like a plagiarism or a copy of something and I'm like, oh, that's BS. I just copied sure. this see or that. Because if you go to H&M, everything in there is a strict plagiarism. Right. And not it's, only... It's totally different from somebody actually modifying it to their own thing. Right. But not only in clothes, right? I'm talking about like video oh, yeah, games, anime, movies, but sure. in comics, whatever. Sure. But at the same time, sometimes somebody does a copy or makes a replica of something that brings me back to a certain time yeah. you know what i mean it gives me like a feeling of nostalgia. the nostalgia exactly yeah. and i think if they do it right correct it's yeah, actually sure. like really awesome. the thing is i think he did it right the first couple of times is that he kept doing like we talked yeah, about that's he kept doing like the same shit over and over it's like if you got a friend that comes over he tells one joke the one day and it's hilarious and he, and he keeps back. telling that yeah. joke and then you're like bro <laughs> or, or right. it's like if somebody wears a hard ass outfit and you're like yeah outfit is hard and this nigga wears the outfit for like the next Chill. week <laughs> the yeah. next week you, the thing is, is alright so this is a good thing so like alright so if you wear a hard outfit it's kind of like 
what you have to do with, with with like is modifying the outfits, kind of like what you do with like taking something from the past and making it into your own. So the hard outfit starts off hard, but you can't wear the outfit all the time. So you yes, modify you the t- the tees and then the shirts and then the shoes and stuff like that. Same outfit every day, like a cartoon. Nah, not, that's a uniform at that point. Peter Griffin over Yo, here. Yo, uniforms are the way to go. Nah, I, ah, fuck nah, no, dude. I, I never like the schools that always have the uniforms. No, not like school uniforms, but like if I could just have like... Like Raph? Like Raph, basically, yeah. yeah all, like, all he wears Ra- is like, So Raph Simmons is a, is a designer and he wears the same thing all the time because he says that why does he have to like change... I mean, you don't, man. You just look like a bum. Nothing. Trust me, Ralph never look like a bum. That nigga's clean as shit. The thing is, no, I'm saying if it's the same thing it, every time, it's different from for him though. It's like it's what's what I do. So if I go in, I like one piece. I buy ten of those pieces. I see. So that so that like even if one gets messed up, then I have nine others. But I, then you don't have ten anymore. That's, <laughs> the, the point is having it always has to be ten. Bigger. It always has to be ten. If it's less than ten, it has to get up to ten. It's obsolete. For sure. So, anyways, to, to end this part of the podcast, yeah. I guess, I mean, that yeah. guy IQ seems like... IQ seen enemy. Dude, he's... If he's copying and he continuously copies, then all you're doing is copying. But I don't think he copies as flagrant as people make it seem. It's just him turn, turning into things that he does. Because he did take Gucci from a part where it was just, like, just straight monograms. And he took it to other things. I think he, I think he leveled up the brand because Gucci wasn't... Gucci wasn't a... a Gucci never went away, but it, it it got less like I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It got less like popular, I guess. Now it's like super I, popular. It's super popular, but it's less respected in the high fashion. For sure. Like for example, what Kim Jones did in that in that fucking thing is like you know, I wouldn't say it's completely original because I don't think anything is completely original. But I do think that you formulating your own idea from a past idea is originality. So it like plus that, like he's working with. The artist that he's in taking Yoon, influence from. Dog. I think that's I think that's what it Not is. Not just Yoon, but even the uh, Japanese artist. Yeah. So I th- I think that that's what people should do more is where it's in like uh, invite the people who you think are really dope at what they do. That's one thing that I would say that Kanye is really good at. Like if he thinks that you make really good beats, or he thinks oh. that. That you make a dude. I'm, we're not reading that off. So if he thinks you make really good beats, or he thinks you're you're really talented at something, and he puts you into that pocket so where you can excel, kind of like with push. Like yeah. when he got pushed to do the uh, my dark beautiful to the fantasy shit. Like push was always push was always gonna be a top five to me, but he wasn't that in the front suite. Yo, he's still right. tweeting, dude. Kanye has been tweeting all day today, dude. Like like that all day, dude. Like every three minutes he's tweeting something. At this point, like. Kanye and Trump, like, they're cool, right? I don't know. And they both love just, blowing I, up Twitter. Yeah, I, I just think they, I, I just think they both see a lot of themselves in themselves, so they just like. I honestly think that's good. Honestly, like, hundred percent, I think that's good. I'm not a Trump supporter, and I don't really like Kanye outside of his beats, but the fact that you got those two guys who are like pretty polar opposite otherwise, yeah. like that are probably cool with each other. Like, all right, that's pretty cool. I mean, who knows what Trump's thinking, though? He's probably just thinking about a business deal. This motherfucker's not even listening. This nigga's been on his phone all fucking episodes. No, I haven't. I've been <laughs> reading the tweets. Uh, so, the next topic was the, the Farfetch got acquired by... Uh, Farfetch acquired stadium goods. The Dog, the, this is weird to me. No, because remember, it, it happened with Go and um, Flight Club, too. Right, but this... They paid $250 million. Yeah. And effectively, all they've done is get 
all the stuff that's on Stadium Goods website yeah. to be available on Farfetch's website. So basically, yeah. So basically, that this one thing that I didn't that I didn't understand was, so Stadium Goods is all consignment shop. Mm-hmm. So basically, they own nothing that's in that shop. So they pay two hundred fifty million dollars for the name for pictures on, on no so no basically you're paying for the name of it because it's basically just like a department store a department store technically doesn't own anything in there because if if you undersell you have to pay them back for that so it's basically just a retail space so i think they basically just paid 250 million dollars for the retail space and the name of it because i don't even think it's for the retail space because it says here in the agreement that stadium goods is going to be allowed to operate individually so independently independently excuse me so they don't even have to like with in, with with in, with inventory and digitally making everything available on farfetch yeah so you're paying 250 million dollars for a merger whole, i guess wholesale dude this is just an investment that's all that sounds like to me guess what ge owns like three hundred thousand companies so it's coca-cola yeah and guess what they run however they want to run yeah i still but, think this buyout yeah is but like this is different though because sure. they don't own any of it 250 billion is definitely that's 250 million and they don't own anything there, it's an investment in the company. Yeah, I guess. No, they. I'm pretty sure they bought out the whole company for 250 million. Well, that's no. what I'm saying. It's an investment. So they, what, in the what they pay for the percentage? What's the percentage that they took of Stadium because for 250 million? I'm not sure because um, another big company is already invested in them. Nordstrom. Yeah. No, another one besides Nordstrom. I think this cancels out the Nordstrom deal. Mm. Well, not cancels. Because they're in the current deal with says, Nordstrom. It says here they don't know how it affects the Nordstrom deal. Oh, all right. So. No, Basically. no word on the official purchase oh, price or how that. this maneuver affects uh, Stadium LVMH. Goods' current deal. Well, yeah, LVMH what? They invested in them in February. That's crazy. So they have three investors. Or LVMH sold their whatever their shares were. Yeah, their shares. That, that, that could be true because LVMH technically doesn't only buy like little pieces of it. They usually take your whole company over. And no, it's like it's like an equity firm, right? An equity firm will take a company, buy it. Right, and then just sell it in a few years. Why? So they the, bought half a Supreme. All, all that leads Damn. to all that leads to me is if they pay two hundred fifty million dollars to this, that evaluation for Supreme being a billion dollars was true then, because this is two hundred fifty million dollars. I think that's just two bad over evaluations. Yeah, probably. It's only a bad over evaluation if you think you can't recoup. Exactly. They, I think I don't think they'll recoup. I think with that, with that, it'll be so long. What does Stadium Goods do better than Flight Club or like all these other places? I, I think they have better connections. I think because the person who owns it is what his he was he, his wife is Miss Info. So Miss Info was a Hot 97 like a radio personality person. Then he worked in uh, fashion some somewhere. I don't I don't know, but. That the thing is to me, a company like LVMH would not invest in you otherwise if they, they, they didn't think you could recoup that. Well, money. like it said in the article, like they don't know how much they purchased them for either. Exactly. The valuation was two fifty, but they could have came in at like one fifty, and if that's the best option. Yeah. So that's that's all I'm saying is that if they evaluated this at two fifty, that's a premium valuation at a billion. It's probably. I don't legit. even think this is the best time to invest or even acquire a store like Stadium Goods or Flight Club when yeah. like the resale market is just basically StockX now. I wouldn't say that, cause I, like I, I know a lot of people who resell, and a lot of people still like to genuinely like to buy it off of a person rather than StockX. Cause like we said on here, StockX does bring in some fakes sometimes. Yeah, but they even let so, some fakes slide through. Like, 
They have a big presence. In oh, the no, they definitely do. Like, 1000% StockX has made a pr- their fucking print on... So that's what I'm saying. Like, this doesn't really make sense at this time when there's other things and other competitors. Like- <clears throat> the thing is that I found out about stores like Stadium Good and Fly Club is, like, people don't go there because the price are great. People go there because they have the best inventory. This is true. So that's why people go to stores like that. It's basically like going to a produce place, like a farmer's market. Yeah, they're going to have better... They're going to have better produce... But Walmart has all the produce. Yeah, it's basically like that. It's just it's just what it is. And then they, and then if you don't like Walmart, Amazon has every fucking thing. Yeah, I haven't seen a fig in a minute. A fig what? A fig like an actual fig. I've never actually seen a fig. I just thought figs were just like fig Newtons, nigga. <laughs> nah, figs. Nah. So what is it? What does an actual fig taste like? Sweet. I'm saying like if you had to compare it to another fruit. I've actually never eaten a fig straight Have up. You eaten a, f- a fig straight up? It's huge yeah. in Middle Eastern cultures too. It's huge in Middle Eastern culture. It's I've never eaten a fig. Is it? Doesn't it kind of look like a raisin? No, that's a date. I'm thinking it's of a date. date. Yeah. A fig is like a brownish purple, kind of like uh, onion shape, but really small. But yeah. it's it's really earthy taste. Like imagine like the the spread that's inside baklava, but sweeter, mm. but like naturally sweet. It might have the it's, it's like the mushroom sure. of the fruit world. Um. Also, wasps live in them often. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look into, like, Fig Newtons and stuff, it's yeah. a lot of bugs get crushed up in that. Oh, bro, but bugs but, are protein, though. But you know the FDA allows a certain amount of bugs. For sure. Your candy bars got bugs in them. For too. sure. Yeah. Have you ever opened a Crunch Bar? No. It's nothing but bugs. Like, nigga, bugs Did you, you find see? A, this guy found a Crunch Bar, like, in the ground on the outside <laughs> and, like, opened it up and there was a bunch of ants. No, but... When you said that, I, I, I vaguely remember him picking up some candy that he found on the fucking ground. I've never picked shit. up candy. I mean, it seems like something well, he would it, do. This 1,000% seems like something AB Dash would do. 1,000%. I doubt it. So, oh, I, put, I, I, put, I put this in uh, for uh, Stuyvesant and me because we're big fans of, the, of this uh, fucking never seen it. show. So, George R.R. Martin uh, promised that he will finish the Game of Thrones books. Isn't he gonna die soon? That's what I was thinking. Like, uh, not to put that in the universe, but isn't his help? Yeah, not gonna was hope everything's good with him. I think with the amount of money he has, if he wanted to live for a long time, he could. Do you think that point. there's like technology possible for that right now? Oh, I'm talking about diet and exercise. I'm not talking about like oh, super I was about to say. or whatever. I mean, well, stuff. Yeah. Exercise is myth. Testosterone, no, testosterone therapy, yeah. stem cells. Tech. Yeah. He could chill out with Christopher Reeves. So what do, you, what do you think about him finishing the book series? He has to, man. He has to. <laughs> no, I'm saying he has to get it done. Yeah. That the, doc. You think he's going to freestyle it? The nerds are going to rage. Bro, I'm telling you right now. You, everybody's probably already heard this from like everybody right now. Game of Thrones is a top show, 1,000%. Look, I'm going to tell your listeners right now and like this. Game of Thrones, ridiculous show. Supposedly the books are good. I haven't read them. I've never read the books. But there's a new series, maybe not new, but there's a different series of books called The King Killer Chronicles. Yeah. That's going to be the next Game of Thrones. We'll he, he's now. living and dying by that one. Dude, sure. I, I've heard I him guarantee say this it. I guarantee it. You've read these, though. The two or the three books are out. The third uh-huh. book is still being written. Yeah. But the two books that I've read, it's. Plot twist: George R. R. Martin writes those two. He could. It could be. It probably could be. Actually, this, I've heard they're similar. Like it's a kind of. Yeah, and and one of the books actually in the back, you know, where they show like the credits, like oh, you know, five out of five and whatever. It actually has George R. R. Martin saying like this hmm. is a really good book. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be like 
if we figure out that Kanye is a person designer for Virgil like this all this whole time. This whole time, man. perfect, man. So, him finishing the books, isn't he going to finish the show first and then the books going to finish? Yeah, I think, that, yeah, well, this is the last season of, yeah. of April. So the, and then I think they're doing the spinoffs to the other, like, every house is. They should spin-off. not do the spinoffs, but. It could be done. It could be done. I, well. I think. Only if they're sitcoms. Dude, at a certain point, no, that'd be horrible. That would be completely <laughs> terrible. I've never seen it, so I don't know how that would. Function. Dude, Game of Thrones is basically dude like. I think you would like it. Actually. You like, would, you, like you would definitely like it. Is it like medieval Breaking Bad? <laughs> nah, with dragons. Nah, dude, it's it's, it's more like medieval. I was gonna say like medieval uh, wire or something. Yeah, it's like the medieval the wire dog. Oh. Kind the, the, of. Dude, it's really good. It's, it's really good. Dude. Like, I'm not a person who's into fantasy things at all, and that show is really fucking good. I'm into fantasy stuff, man, and it's really good. That, that show is really good. Like, Simon's a cosplays and shit like that. I'm no, really I don't. Good. I don't do that. I Look, not that there's anything wrong with that. I just don't. That's not we my thing. We just don't go to events for cosplays. That's not my, this, this guy over here is a furry. We already talked I'm about I'm not a furry. Sure. I'm furry. not a furry. Any, sure. any of you furries out there, make sure to hit... AB dash up. What's your Twitter? Again? AB dash oh, two underscore AB two underscore dash on Instagram. Hit him up. There's I know you've been. Get, I know you've been getting some followers recently. I have to go private. <laughs> Don't go private. Send I, I'm private. You have to be. You have to be. Uh, thing. Because I'm private and I and I've been getting a lot. So. so D. <laughs> Look, man. So, if you're if you're a furry man, just like I'm not that. a furry. Can we end this narrative? <laughs> Is this I, because I said Joker Batman? <laughs> No, it's oh, because you said stuff about furries and we, you try to act like you didn't really We can definitely know. change this to like a, a quote-unquote conspiracy theory. So Steph Curry doesn't believe that we landed on the moon. What was He it? said he was joking. Okay. He's like, obviously I was joking. Yeah, okay. Just like, just like fucking Kyrie Irving this year randomly said like, dude, all right. It was kind of a joke about me saying it's a flat earth. I think it's that they believed it and then they, they, they just didn't want to stand behind it. Look, Steph, man, if you don't believe... That we went to the moon, that's fine, dude. There's literally people who believe that the Earth is flat. Facts. The Earth is flat theory is a lot. It's more, hilarious. It's a lot more ridiculous than people are now believing that we landed on. But they have members around the globe. What? The flat Earthers. Flat Earthers, man. Dude, it's ridiculous. But the flat, the flat Earthers to me is just like, how do you think that that gravity works? They like don't think. Flat? <laughs> They, they, no, they, I, I don't. I don't like to diminish people's ideas like that. Like not real, bro. To, it's to a where, weight machine. To where, to where, to, where be, to like you just belittle the person, be like you're, no. you're just stupid. Because anybody can have any idea technically. Because like nothing can technically be proven. Dude, we don't actually know anything. Exactly. Like these people who are like, oh, an atom looks like this. It's like, how do you know? It's like because we've seen it. It's like, mm, are you sure that's the atom though? Exactly. That's the thing. That's what we were, like we talked about the the rover landing on Mars and that shit like it was a fucking <laughs> a gumball. Dog, it looked like it was green screen one thousand percent. I can take that same picture of this at like the sediment or whatever. Give me a jawbreaker, right? Let me run it under some water. Let me zoom in on my camera. I'm on like, Mars. It's not. It's not that I don't believe that we landed on the nah, moon. I, think, I just. I just. I just. There's a lot of fishy shit that the government does. Look, I think. I think they actually did land that on Mars. Because I think that's definitely possible. I think humans have that technology at this point. And I think we got lucky because the way that they said it has to happen for them to land it there. Yeah. I think we got lucky. Now, Steph Curry saying that he doesn't believe we landed on the moon. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about that. And my question is, why is he so scared about having that opinion? 
don't know, man. Or is Nike gonna? Does he have a deal with Nike? Under or something? Yeah, Under Armour. Oh, Under Under Armour is gonna be like, you know, you can't say that. <laughs> Under Armour is a staunch I mean, moon you, believer. You, 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 we you must know, protect this moon. You know, when you when you when you're in the limelight, nigga, and you and you have a, a voice, people like to dead those voices. That's why I want to be a good CEO. I want to be good president. I want to be a good governor because I would say if I if I literally felt like. The moon landing was staged. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, the moon landing was staged, and people would be like, "You're an idiot. You're stupid. <laughs> but this definitely was." Oh, if, if you just start saying crazy enough shit, you would just be the mayor of Toronto that smoked crack. Oh and yeah, that guy. Uh, too, too. So that guy was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and then they asked him about that question, and his. Oh no, he was on the the one with Jim Norton and uh. the other guy, the show in uh, New York, and they asked him about that question, and he just said. How do you know there was crack in that pipe? It could have been anything. That's exactly what you told Yo, that wouldn't be me specifically. I would be very clear. I'd be like, yo, we didn't land on the moon. That's it. Prove me wrong. Period. I mean, then you have a lot of people that deal in straight facts. People who, yeah. who don't deal in any creativity and just like, if, if it wasn't written, it's not real. Look, if you have facts, if you have proof, then I'm willing to change my mind on something. Yeah, for sure. But you can't just say it happened and be, and I'm going to be like, yeah, it definitely happened. That's that's my problem with a lot of people that they don't have the fucking creative minds to just think of, of their own. Like people, whatever's whatever's said in the book, it's law. Yeah. Like there's no way that it's wrong. Like right now, somebody it, it came up and it was like one two one plus two is actually four. Then what, nigga? Everything would, you learn is it. bullshit. I would think about it. For sure. I would ask, I would ask that person like, how do you get to that? That's my question. So how do you but get that, to that? That's point? the original. That's the original purpose of this whole conversation. Is how did you get to that in the first place? Hold up, hold up. But what if he drops like knowledge on you, and then exactly. all of a, all of a sudden you're like, damn, that is four though. <laughs> like, exactly. That's that's my whole premise. Like four. if somebody just told you right now that something that you believed existed the whole time, and they have factual, they have facts that it did that it does not. Then what? Then, then everything what? you've been dying for right now is fucking false. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, this guy's a nihilist. What's oh, up? for <laughs> sure. This guy's a person who only deals with facts. No, I'm not a nihilist because I've already reached... Fuck it. Exactly. You transcended. <laughs> because at the end of um, nihilism, you're supposed to realize that mm-hmm. you're supposed to find human enjoyment through art and creativity and all that bullshit. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm not a nihilist because I jerk off, so I'm fine. All right. Is that an art now? This guy gets deep. This guy gets deep. Does, does the moon landing affect us in any way every day? No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like you know how people are. We we know people who would live I, and die by, dude. It's a fact. It's one thousand percent true. There's like, you know, there's no room for any other. And thinking, I know, I know people who don't believe that we've been in space at all. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm you have people who, fool. and then you have people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, who do, it's it's what he says, and that's it. Yeah. And then when I talk to him, he asks me questions I don't have the answer to. Exactly. And then I find the answer, and I tell him to him, and he goes, right, "Let me ask you another question." Exactly. I don't have the answer. Are you talking about Neil Tyson deGrasse? No, 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 no. The person who <laughs> believes um, that we were never in space. Yo, if you knew him, who said that? It was one of my coworkers. Oh, no, right, look, right, right. look. You're asking me if I know Neil. Yeah, if you yeah, know I, Neil, hook me up. If, if, if anybody was taking that conversation, they think you're talking about it. Yeah, because you didn't specify. <laughs> but look, um, your friend, whoever he is, like, he believes we didn't go to space. He's definitely going to listen to this. And then that's fine. Like It doesn't matter. You can look, say whatever you want. Just be rational. That's the thing. And talk about it. If you're going to switch the subject or you're going to like do anything like that, then your argument is weak. 
That that's the thing that I think people deal in. They deal in the far left and the far right. There's yeah. no in between. So it's either like you stand on my point or I stand on my point, and there's no. I'm not. You're not talking me off this ledge. That's simple Dude, as that. Sometimes you guys just whoever's arguing just has to see that exactly. Like, look, I have no, my. No, it's not like agree to disagree with this nigga on this podcast. It's basically the whole podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Um. But it's through these conversations that I find things out about why rockets go sideways. Exactly. Through, up and through, through conversation is when you find out a lot of things that you didn't know. This is how you learn. That's the yeah. thing that we, we that we always talk about in this podcast is, nigga, instead of, you, instead of you saying that you know everything, how about you fucking listen and actually figure out some things? Yeah, let's say you do know everything about a certain subject. Like, just hearing what it's another person... Though. But let's say, right, yeah. there's some being out there, I know everything about... I don't know, salt, right? Yeah. And it's just like, you Sodium can't tell chloride. me anything new. What? Sodium chloride. <laughs> so you can't tell me anything new about it. But even if this being was like, all right, argue with me, like he might be able to see from another perspective, you know, oh, that's why you think salt isn't an ACL or something stupid, yeah. right? And then he could still be like, I mean, you're wrong, but yeah. I get what you're trying to but, say. But this, this, this whole point of this, of this subject is, you know everything about salt to this point that has been written. Yeah. For all you know, this shit can totally switch next tomorrow and be like, "Oh, salt is actually pepper." I was gonna say that. <laughs> then what? <laughs> you know, you know what's <laughs> interesting with that same line of thought, like scientists, right, with evolution yeah. and all that. So they they're staunch evolutionists, right? Which is fine, whatever. But I won't get into that. But <laughs> so, if everything is still evolving, yeah, and science is supposed to evolve as well, right? Mm-hmm. It has to. Mm-hmm. That's why it's always checking itself, right? Yeah, That's yeah. the idea. Then everything in the time that we're in right now is false. It can, it will be, it can be made false. <laughs> exactly. In the future. Exactly. Yeah, but we're not there yet. <laughs> I mean, we kind of are. We're not we there yet, but by the time our kids go to school, just like think about it, the whole time we were in school, Pluto was a planet. Yeah. As soon as we got out of school, Pluto's no longer a planet. Well, that's just a word. That's the that's the point. That's the point. Something that you learned in school your whole life can change as soon as, like, tomorrow. Well, then that's just their truth. And then we live our truth. <laughs> that's the point. There, what is the truth? There's no truth. There has to be a there truth. There has to be a truth. Why? Because there is a truth. There is what? a truth and there is a lie. You know Plato, right? In oh. his forms? Yeah, the form of all objects. You know, they yeah, have so there's, the, there's, there's the chair exactly. and then, like, this chair is the shadow of the chair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's the chair, and there is a truth, and little bits and bits and pieces of stuff that we know is a shadow of the truth. So there is a truth. It's out there. It's always it's a, there's always a truth. It's been out there. There's always a truth. Shout out the allegory of the case. There's always three sides to the truth too. <laughs> that's actually. Uh, I guess we can switch this oh, the so Matrix. Last week we Hold were talking on, about. I want to say one last what? thing about Plato. What? Those motherfuckers figured out atoms before we could even look at shit. <laughs> Dude. Look, if you want to take it back to those days. About what they they say that the Greeks stole all the fucking shit from the Egyptian people. I mean, and then I got, mean, <laughs> there's a KFC next to the pyramids, so I'm leaving. Is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah they gentrified the, the, the pyramids. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I did not know that. They gentrified the fuck out of the pyramids. Dog, it's like a hundred feet away too. That's crazy. Hey, Dude, you think that there, there's anything that's still in those pyramids that they, that hasn't been discovered yet? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. actually some parts of pyramids they can't get to, right? Yeah. Why? Because like, people can't narrow? fit. So, they, but they that's the crazy thing about it. people can't fit. People can't fit through it now, but people fit through it then. 
No, no, no. no, no. This is that they're closed off and you yeah. can't get in and they won't let you destroy it to right. get in. Mm. It's like a structural integrity problem. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we could blow out that wall, but... But are we really going to blow up the pyramids real quick? <laughs> you know how there was three pyramids of Giza? There's only two now, yeah. and we blew it up for this pen. I don't think you have to blow it up. Can't you just, like, no, mine no, no, through no. it? That was just an example. But yeah, you could try to mine, but there's still structural integrity issues. Yeah, you never seen Property Brothers? Those are terrible. Those are terrible. Yo, shout out to the new Property Brothers episode where they're going to go to Egypt and uh, <laughs> they're trying to flip the, the nah, They're going to renovate yeah, a pyramid. Yeah, Treehouse fucked up. Fuck I think it's definitely going to build a treehouse tree on top of the pyramid. <laughs> Just the overall structure of a pyramid is fucking amazing, though. That goes back to no, what you're yeah. talking about. With the bone, the tree grows through the pyramid, it becomes the tree. <laughs> Yo, real talk though. There's still like booby traps in Paris. Oh, well, that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what fascinates me. Like, yo, I just want one of these dumb motherfuckers just to go, just like the, the one guy went to go, like give it, give the word to God to the the, the that tribe. Yeah. That like that huh? was, you you've definitely heard the story about the guy. There was a guy going to give the world the, the word of God to the tribe that is still a, a tribe. Like they don't, Brazil, right? yeah, yeah, they don't use any technology yeah. or anything. They live in their own world. And they killed that nigga. Of course they killed So him. when the booby or someone, he's like, I want to go to some dumbass fucking geologist or whatever the fuck is going to go through there and goes to the fucking Geologies. thing and just fucking gets clapped. Look, I'm, I guarantee we don't have like a death count or anything, yeah. but I guarantee there's been people that have died in those pyramids. Oh, 1,000%. 1, Especially the people that were breaking. Look, man, if you think these people, these archaeologists are brave for going in and doing all this stuff... There's people that were robbing the pyramids Facts. before they even got there. Facts. These are just dudes with like Facts. ropes and a <laughs> stick. You know, you know, I mean? you know what's crazy? The thing is that all the Greek people, they say they stole all the scrolls of like the hieroglyphics and stuff like that and then, then made the language of the language that we use now. So like, how the fuck did you convince them to give you that shit? Convince? Convince? Well, we, convince we know how they convinced them. There wasn't but a convincing. For, for such an advanced uh, society, how would how would, how were you taken over by people who didn't even know Listen, the language? Bro, you're never too advanced to get stabbed. Well, that that all goes back Shout to out Caesar. That all goes back to you never <laughs> you, you you you're never too invincible. Anybody can get touched. That all goes back to that. Dude, yeah, when it's your time to yeah, shine, we, it's your we time took, to we shine. took that way. That that line goes way back to Egyptian times. Six nine Four. though. You know you never you, okay. The only way to touch him is suck his dick. All right, pause, nigga. <laughs> This nigga always finds a way to put it in six nine, even though this nigga is not, probably not gonna see the light of day again. Oh, what are you talking about? You mean what are you talking about? I'm asking you a question. You don't think he's gonna see the light of day? Hell no. I mean, if he does, he snitched on something. For sure. The light of day. Facts. Like metaphorically. Or he like, means like outside of the prison. prison oh. And yes, he's still gonna see the light of the sun. I mean, they're gonna put this nigga. Put that dude in the they're gonna put this on Mars. Wow, sorry for being a child of immigrants. I don't understand every. We're all child of immigrants, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this one? Uh, so last week, uh, I never. I don't know if you got into skate culture anytime. I mean, I'm, t- I'm speaking to Stevenson right now. Um, I mean, so Tony Hawk's pro skater. Do a kickflip. <laughs> SB is a uh, Nike skateboarding or Nike. What was the designer's name again? Sandy. Uh, Sandy beats me. Dude, you, how do you forget his last name in the week? No, that makes sense. SB Sandy beats me. Oh, nah. <laughs> but so Nike <laughs> skateboarding, <laughs> Nike skateboarding was really big. You say from what two thousand to two thousand and eight? Yeah. So in say ninety eight to oh eight. So so in that time frame from two thousand and eight to now, 
SB's never really been that big since then. So they're they're trying to bring it back. So um, Nike SB, they uh, like we were talking. They they they've been doing that thing because me and AB Dash are both thinking about copping the purple options to come on Friday. That's true. Like Friday. That's yeah, like a, tomorrow. It's like. Oh, well, I think no. They come out Saturday. They oh, come out Saturday. But they come say, out tomorrow on concept. It's like fifty-three online. minutes ago. <laughs> but um, you just Google it. What do you think about the SBs? That first picture right there is with the sneakers that are coming out on Saturday. The purple lobsters. Um, the first first picture. Like the one with the Barney colors on. The it? one that's purple. <laughs> I mean, I want to buy them. For sure, that definitely is out of your your wheelhouse of like yeah, colors that you would wear in in, uh, in shoes. But I mean, hold on. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. if I walked into the office with those, it's I'm a like, fly purple though. I that might, is a fly purple. I might be CEO royalty. by the end of the day because I, <laughs> I don't like purple. But that that purple is a fly purple because then again, I do like suede. I actually have a purple shirt that's kind of like that, and yeah, it looks good on me. Yeah, but you would not wear purple with that purple, dude. No, I wouldn't wear the purple together. Oh, to My say, point is, you know enough about fashion to know not to wear purple with purple. Look, man, too much purple is a problem. Too much like, of anything is a problem. Look, I'm just saying that that color actually matches my complexion or mixes with my complexion pretty. You well. think purple is a good color? Here? It is. I've been look. I wear that purple shirt, and I've been complimented by four people. Like, yo, that shirt looks really good. And I'm just <laughs> look, like, it's knows. a purple shirt. That's crazy. We all know what looks good on our complexion. Nah, a lot of people. You kind of get that. The three of us here. Oh, for sure. That's what yeah. I meant. It, well, on my complexion, orange looks really good on me, so I'm just black and white. Yo, yellow looks good on me. I don't like yellow at all, so I don't have. I like the color yellow. Yellow looks good. It just can't be a banana yellow. yellow. Yeah, I can't do banana yellow. Like a maize yellow for sure. Maize, mustard, fire. But camel yellow. With with that being said, we to have this conversation about the fucking SBs coming back. Do you think they fully come back now? No. No, but the people who are interested in them, they'll they'll have a good time. A lot of people are giving the credit to Travis. For, for what? For bringing back the SB. Because you know, you know Travis is like... He wears SBs? Yeah, Travis he wears SBs. He's, he's the person who's been Travis wearing Scott? all the SBs. Travis Tra- Scott. Tra- okay, okay. Yeah. Scott. So he's, a, he's the person who's been wearing all the SBs before they come... Travis Barker. <laughs> before they come all, all uh, on release. So he wore the green uh, lobsters that are coming out, I think, sometime in the spring. Which look a lot better than the, than the purple ones to me. Look, if, it, if all it takes is Travis Scott wearing some shoes for me to get some shoes I liked as a kid... Yeah. It happens. Hold up. But How much they, are these selling for? One, they're hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing three hundred dollars on. Well, that's that's resale prices. All right, because I was gonna say whoever they're trying to target with this. Nah. But the pe- the people who are solely wearing this because Travis Scott's wearing it will pay that. Without yeah. of course. But like like I, like we've said before, it all it takes is for an, some artist to wear clothing because we were heavily influenced by Pharrell. Yo. Heavily. I just need like somebody like Travis to. Wear some Zaconis. Remember, um, <laughs> Kanye West wore the company. Um, forgot what it what it what it was. It's not Dondre. It starts with a D though. Where it's it, it's Diodorus. Diodorus. And people started going crazy buying Diodorus. Where Diodorus were getting resale prices. Yeah, I mean, Jay Allegra rapped about them a lot too. Yeah, would that annoy you? Like, if you were a public figure like that, and you just liked some company, yeah. not not like you were trying to get them to pop off or anything, yeah. but you just wore a shirt. And then all of a sudden, everybody's wearing that shirt, and you're just like, man, come on, man. That's basically Kanye from 2006 to, like, yeah, recently. Question mark. No, nah, not a year ago. I'll say, like, two years ago. When he had the he had the, the pull to, like, anything that he puts on would sell out, 1,000%. Now it's Jerry Lorenzo and Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky. Well, this is what I'm saying. I'd be super annoyed by that, man. 
I think I've been influenced by. I think that uh, feeds a lot of people's ego, though. Too. Of course, I've been influenced by Larry David. I'm trying to wear stuff like with no markings on it at all. Just like we have talked about this a million times on this podcast. Larry David actually is what style is now, where it's like big <laughs> trousers, dad sneakers, uh, the overcoats and stuff like that. Like a lot of what Larry David wears and Jerry Seinfeld is a lot of what influenced now today. Shout outs to. The twist in life where Larry David takes off his mask and he's actually Kanye West. Yo. <laughs> Somebody make that into a meme and send it to AB underscore dash. Double two dashes. Two, uh, two dashes. Uh, so I guess we can, we can take it to um, the brand Awake and the holiday drop, which AB dash actually caught one of the t-shirts this this week because he yeah. said his actual name on it. Well, it's a skate shop in Miami, too. Does it? Andrew is a skate shop, yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know. That. I was, well, was going to ask you why did they have the the Andrew? No, it's, it's a collaboration project. You know, one thing that I noticed about that why I like the actual like awake uh, font is because it's the Atlanta font too. It's the New York Times font. Is it? Well, one of the New York uh, newspapers. It's dope. I believe it's the Times. It's super dope. So basically, to, to fucking give Stavis in the background to uh, awake, awake is. Um, the designer is. Uh, you remember his name? Yeah, Angelo Bach. Uh, he used to work for Supreme, and Supreme and Awake are like similar to me. Right. That's the conversation I was having to myself was like, do I like Awake because it's just another variation of a brand that I already like and it's just new? It's kind of like you go, it's kind of like you're breaking up your ex and just getting a better version of your ex. Which which shirt did you get? The one that says Andrew. Oh, I thought you got this Phillies not be the other one. No. Why, you like that one? I mean, I would laugh at it. It's dope. Cool. But I like the Andrew one because um, Biggie's on the back of it as well. Is it? Yeah, it's Biggie being interviewed in the Versace. Oh, it's Biggie being interviewed by Luke Sick. Skywalker, nigga. <laughs> Yo, somebody link me, dog. I don't see that. It's on the... It's uh, a tab. Can, can you get the tab? What you talking about? Watch. It is that one. Oh, I see. I see so that. it's him getting interviewed by Luke, a.k.a. The, the originator of Freaknik, a.k.a. the reason why you motherfuckers can rap about anything you want on a fucking record. Yeah. What do you think about it? What do you What do you think about the the holiday collection of Awake? Okay, so I like Black Santa. The one The one that says Awake Andrew, like I actually like that. I like the colors, and it's like super. It's pretty simplistic. Yeah, that's that's what the brand is. The Feliz Navidad one. I don't think I could rock that. Yeah, but somebody could. Yeah. I think it just looks funny. Um, the one with Biggie on it, like I don't the know. one with Biggie is just the back of the Awake Andrew. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Back up there. Oh man. So, I kind of don't like that, Why? and not not because I don't think it looks bad. It doesn't look bad per se. You just don't want a photo of Biggie. I don't. No, no, no. I don't understand what he's trying to do. Like, I don't know if he's using a photo of Biggie to try to move product. No, it's like uh, it's more of them. Uh, so basically, like a big thing that's been going on now, like on Instagram or like on calling and stuff like that. It's like. It's kind of like you post a picture of what your like your vibe is. It's basically like right. you te- you telling a story through a picture. So basically, that's like a that might have been like a, a interview that he like really liked when he was a kid, and he thought that it was a dope picture to put on a t shirt. Like you, when you've seen like when me and Amy Dash have designed clothing, and like I'll put a Doom like uh, cut off on yeah, the picture because yeah. I like Doom and like it represents what I, I like. So it's kind of like. Awake is a street culture brand, so it's like skateboarding and hip hop. So yeah. it makes sense to put that on the back of it. But I wouldn't doubt that they put it on there because of, of Biggie. 
that that photo would sell. That's that's exactly why I have the problem with it. Like, if you put it on there because it's an influence to you and like it really influences yeah. you and you want to put it on there, okay, fine, that's cool. But if you put it on there with the ulterior motive, like, well, it's big, it's gonna sell no matter what. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. I think. I think it's it's a little both though, to be honest. On the same vein, I feel like it, if he or she or whatever would have put um, something less known yeah. on the back of it that is still like you know dope yeah that would have made a bigger impact because then all of a sudden you're kind of introducing something to maybe a new generation that or a generation that didn't know about it i mean I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you can introduce it to some of these 10 year olds who are buying awake shit that don't know who the fuck biggie and definitely don't know who luke skywalker look man if they know if they like hip-hop they're gonna know who biggie is pretty quickly i don't know a lot of people skip on a lot of biggie shit ap dash how much of biggie albums have you heard one nigga exactly yeah but he knows Biggie one Biggie album though well he doesn't have to be a PhD in Biggie well Biggie only has two albums he knows 50% of what there is to know <laughs> there you go no 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 50% of what he doesn't know but I'm saying that to say that like AB Dash is born in 95 yeah no I get what you're so saying so kids are being born in 2000 probably like fuck that or like 2004 or 5 I get what you're saying Not but even, it's kind of like for this, a 10 year old it would be 2008 I would have preferred if it didn't have the thought on the back. But you prefer that it didn't have the photo back on the back because so, you wanted it to be as simplistic as possible. Yeah, I just like the front. Exactly. So the but he's mostly saying that he wouldn't like because it's like using Biggie. Yeah, yeah it's like using the like picture because you know using the photos. Yeah. It's kind of like the same shit you were saying about fucking Alessandro from Gucci. Yeah. It's like you're only using fonts that you know would sell. Like you're only using pieces that you know would sell. Like what if he put Che Guevara on there? Right, obviously that's not going to sell now, but at yeah. a certain point in history it would have. Well, and it's like, yeah, that influenced me. I really liked how he was. Uh, Supreme in a way do do things like that. Like they just had a T-shirt that AB Dash actually like that was a flong on it. A flong. Oh, that was, yeah, no, it was, it was a picture of flong. It was, it was awake. awake. It was awake. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a picture of flong and it said awake in the middle. But that's fine. Exactly. I'm okay with that. No, but yeah, I think he delves in both of the things that you're saying that like to do. The basically with like Supreme in a way it's like. It's, it's like almost humorous in designing. Like sometimes they put out pieces, like Supreme just put out this big uh, um, uh, box logo ornament. Yeah. Like that's just like, just like I mean, just, they put a race, funny shit. They put an RC car. Yeah, they put an RC car, a crowbar, or yeah, a baseball bat. I saw the brick too. A brick. A bicycle. Yeah, a, bi- a bicycle. That bike was $2,000, right? Yeah. Guarantee that bike in like six months from now is going to be eight grand resale. What do you what do you think about like reselling like the I, art of like having like where they found it where if like if I go and buy like the inventory I can sell it for X amount of dollars. After. I think that is kind of akin to gambling. Let me explain. There is some skill involved in it. You for have sure. to kind of be able to tell. You have to rate the market, right? You have to be able to see. You got to know it's going to sell. Yeah, like, oh, this is going to sell, right? But you don't know how much it's going to sell for. Yeah. As long as you're making a profit, you're It's okay. definitely a gamble, for sure. Yeah, but at the same time, it might not sell. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're depending how much product, you got, sure. you got old product. I think anybody who's resold has definitely been stuck on product. I have been stuck on $2,000 worth of product. Because I, I was just buying everything Supreme was putting I thought you were going to say you bought the bike. No, no. <laughs> Hell no. If I, if I bought that bike, I would have a sale for that right now for nine grand. Well, no problem. Easy. Like the, like the same day. The thing is, is like some some shits are like commodity like gold. Like yeah. box logos are fucking gold. You can buy any box logo, any color that came out this year, and they're going for 850 plus And mm. retail is 150 
158, so it'll be like 160 something, like in thing. But sure, bro, it's ten dollars shipping. Depending on where you live, for we just ten dollars shipping for us, yeah. Some people don't get charged for shipping. Imagine. If you, well, I think it's like if if you uh, live in this in like a vicinity around a Supreme, you don't get charged for shipping. So yeah, like you were saying, Awake and Supreme are kind of the same. Well, the 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 thing is, uh, the the guy who designed for Awake we used to design for Supreme. Right, right, right. But I still did like recently. Did, don't you think that's cheesy? It's kind of a cheese ball thing to do. It's, it's yeah, not, I used to work with this company, so now I'm going to do the same thing that it's, they do. It's kind of like the... Well, I mean, he, he was doing part the same thing, or is he doing his own thing? Just yeah, like... Well, I think that comes back to... As, the as a business thing the whole time, he was just doing it for the That company. comes back to the other thing you linked about the Michelle guy yeah. and the copying, right? Is he... Sure, maybe he was part of the idea, but is it now a copy of Supreme? Because Supreme was out first, right? Yeah. And they're kind of doing the same thing. So is it I, a copy? I think it, I think it could be a copy of a certain time of Supreme because Supreme has always been the same, always. Yeah. Like early '90s Supreme is totally different from Supreme now. I don't know. I just feel like that's cheesy, man. Like I've heard of this happening in other formats as well, where oh yeah, these two guys were together, they made this thing together, yeah. then they split up, and this guy has a competing product to this guy, for example. It, it it's it's only cheesy because it's companies. Yeah. If it was just artistry, it wouldn't be because everybody would do things individually. It's, kind, it's just kind of like, for example, like Super Mario started a series of like the, platformers. Like, yeah, like exactly. So then you have like Super Mario, and then you have like Mario Kart and shit like that. So then you have Crash Bandicoot, and then you have Crash yeah. Bandicoot Racing. Yeah. So it's like whatever, it's whatever becomes. Yeah, it is for sure. Whatever becomes popular, everybody does. It's the same thing with fashion. Whatever yeah. becomes popular, everybody does. Like the dad sneaker thing is going on. You've seen people wear these fucking fat ass sneakers. <sighs> yeah. So it's like fucking something that like sketches or payless have been doing for forever is getting sold like for a thousand dollars with Balenciaga now because it's popular. So that's all well and good, right? Yeah. But then for all of those, right? My argument would be on originality. Yeah. To go with the analogy of games, mm-hmm. right? So you have you have Mario, platformers are a thing. Then you have Sonic, right? Still a platformer. Crash Bandicoot, yeah. which are very variations of itself. Right. They're yeah. all platformers. Maybe different story, whatever. Right. But then you have a game that comes out that completely changes everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Heavy Rain, for example. Oof. Which was ridiculous when it came out right or like uh even bioshock even though that type of game was already around but the way that they did it was different yeah and i feel like that's way more important than the copies are and i think that's my problem maybe that's why i feel like it's cheesy because i want originality exactly but there's only a few people that can actually change the spectrum of what's actually going on no for sure and to almost back up your point there's another person who left Supreme after a long time, who made his own brand, Noah, Noah yeah. which I'm a big fan of, and it's totally different. I think I think they, they all are the same in like certain variations, but it's it's Noah is more original than Awake to me. Uh, right. Well, so you can, but when you combine them both, you can kind of see what similarities. Yeah, you can you can see that they all have a piece of the same thing, yeah. which is just streetwear. So you're really seeing is like. Supreme is the big tree, yeah. and then these are the apples, and now they have their own trees from their seeds. Right, it's kind of like with his analogy of right. like Super Mario and then Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah, Crash Bandicoot, you can see similarities. To me, it's kind of like if you want to relate it to music, it's like when Big died, uh, then Puff brought out Shine. Yeah. Which was another big, but he just couldn't rap as well. 
Right. And Mace, too. And no, but specifically Sean, because Sean he has a voice. Like him, yeah. That's what it was. Um, or like he like they had like they have the the tree of Rockefeller where it's like Dane and then it's Hope and then it's like everybody who came under them. Where yeah. it's like Beans and Kanye and uh, mm-hmm. Virgil come from Kanye and like everything connects at the end of the day. Everything has a connection to something. Yeah. So that that's what, that's all I take from it. Like, but then you do have the thing where people just like blatantly rip it off. Like, but those are those are more like blatant rip offs are more like Zara. H&M, like all those stores right. who are only in it to just get money. Yeah. I feel like Awake and like Noah and stuff like that, they do have a patent. A million Dior, they do have a yeah, passion. they still have their own artistic yeah. integrity. Like Even, a million Dior strives for Supreme, but it's totally different. Ooh. They strive, he strives for Supreme, like what else would you say was another like, like I think like Supreme... Uh, Stussy and all that stuff like the early streetwear brands are like what uh, tailored the new streetwear brands. They said, but Million Dior has its own thing where Teddy does uh, high end with it, so it's like a mix of high end and streetwear. I feel like Amy is like Stussy and Tommy Hilfiger made a baby. Or Ralph Lauren. Or Ralph Lauren. Yeah. But I'm saying it still it still has the same thing as like Supreme. I I'm, I wasn't saying like a million yours a straight copy of Supreme. I'm saying that right. they all have that that one variable of just streetwear. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that. Even yeah. though Supreme is opening up huge doors with uh like the collaboration they're doing with LB, even so much where the, the fucking Samsung fake uh fucking oh yeah a collaboration with Supreme. <laughs> Did you see about that? Nah. Uh, well, so, there's there's a fake. The way, like, certain... I can't explain it perfectly, but there's certain, like, copyright laws and patent laws that don't transfer over well to Italy. So, yeah. Supreme Italy exists. And Samsung thought it was the real Supreme. Yeah. And they did a collab with the counterfeit Supreme. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they had, like, a whole... Um, like, you know how Apple does, like, keynote things? Yeah. They did one of those in China with the fake Supreme people. And then Supreme was like, yo, that's not us. Exactly. That's my That's crazy. That's crazy that... Oh, such a big company like that can be so oblivious. Yeah, and then, it's because they trust X person to do the right the job and have it go that far. And then even at the end, they were like, "Yeah, we knew the whole time." It was a, exactly. So th- this is the same. This is the same thing as me saying like when when I tell people, just because you got an education doesn't mean you're educated. Because yeah. that motherfucker just <laughs> you could have got fired for that easily. That's the thing about a Google search, my nigga. Supreme New York, that's it. But you got Supreme Italy. Like yeah, that's a quick Google search. Like, what is Supreme Italy? You know, I'm sure <laughs> what it's it's Supreme Italy. That's literally that's what it is. So, oh, so no, 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 no. we want to bring this. We want to bring this topic to the Crocs. No, oh. Art Basel didn't go again. Well, yeah, we haven't gone. But I was explaining Art Basel to Stuyvesant the other day, and Art Basel. If you had to explain Art Basel to Stuyvesant, what would you say Art Basel is? Uh, Renaissance Fair for nerds. Clothes, I, would not des- I would not describe that at all like For that. like art, nerd, oh, yeah. art in general. So art, so to me, Art Basel is where everybody who does art or like people who go to school and stuff like that and do like all different variations of art meet up and do art. That's yeah. how originally it started. It's like a film festival for yeah. art. Mm. But it's not that anymore. It's not that anymore. It's basically a convention. Now. It, it's, it's basically, it's popping. So everybody, all the girls who know that, all the celebrities are going to be there, go now. 
And then you have the story that was brought about in the gym with the guy. Yeah. So we were at the gym the other day, and this guy, while we're doing fucking squats and shit, the guy is talking about how his girl went to Art Basel and didn't tell him that she was going to be around a whole bunch of dudes at Art Basel. Okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, so you you thought that your girl was going to go to Art Basel with a whole bunch of rich-ass niggas and not be around those dudes? Like, you think those dudes weren't going to try to approach it? And that is the definition of art Basel to me now. Uh, yeah, so there's still like, a lot of good artists. That that, that's what I was telling them. There's still a lot of good art, but it's mixed into now where it's like complex con art. Look, man, I'm Yikes. down to go just to experience it. For sure. I still want to go because I, I still we were going to have a booth in Swiss Beats' fucking uh, um, convention thing. But it was too late. Like, you have to do art Basel shit like six months in advance. Yeah. But... It's still dope, but I'm saying like it's super diluted now to what it was when we were originally gonna go when we had the other podcast. Like almost three years ago. Exactly. Now. And you guys still haven't gone. We still haven't. Nah, it's literally like it's always <laughs> three it's hours always, away. Yeah, too. it's always at the as the, at the worst convenient time because it's always like we didn't go around those times because it would always be finals. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like it always comes into finals and then it always comes like family members always come around this time because it's the holidays. Yep. We should we should go. But it's like a weekend, right? Ne- next year, we, yeah, yeah like next Thursday year, through Sunday. Yeah, yeah, next year we will be there. We will have a booth with like clothing for sure. But I wanted to take it to this this fucking next topic. So Tiffany dropped a Lego building blocks. So this is things that me and Andrew would would like because it's like I do because it because it, 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 it's the thing where it's, it's like so a, fucking it's a luxury brand it. doing something that's so stupid that people will like it's it, it's just like. It's not stupid, it's just like, it's like, it's dope that they did it. Like, for example, we are talking about, like... I'm so happy this exists. Exactly, like, Louis Vuitton has ping pong paddles and, like, a ping pong table, skis and shit like that. Like, little nuance shit like that. Is That shit just, like, it makes us happy, dog. It's super dope. So, for those of you who are listening and might not know what this is, apparently... It's Tiffany- a Lego. Tiffany and Co. has released a luxurious take on the Lego block as a perfect home slash desk ornament for those who for those with some money to spend the blocks come in a set of 10 made in various sizes of American walnut matched with silver and one block that's purely silver each piece features an individual number and Tiffany and Co. branding at the side they're gonna get sued for this and so? at the knobs of the blocks, Absolutely. part of Tiffany and Co.'s Everyday Objects series. What? Series. Oh, I see, and then I see, the, I set, the set of blocks retails yeah. at sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, sixteen fifteen USD, <laughs> and can be found over at their web store now. Who's gonna sue them? Like Lego, a, probably. Like oh, like they didn't actually. It's not no, like they just collab. basically. Pill, you think pill so? Pill. I think I'm pretty sure that Tiffany and Co is definitely like a Lego is a super private, family-owned thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you can't make blocks that look like this? Uh, no, dude, I'm pretty sure it's they've patented sure. that. You, they've patented blocks like this. Lego? I'm pretty sure. Like yeah. that? Yes, I'm pretty Why sure. Why do you think sure. Mega Blocks look so weird? What do you mean? Lego Mega Blocks don't look like Legos. Mega Blocks, they're um. Where their holes go, they're cylinder shaped. I've never seen another like cylindric. Cylindric, thank you. <laughs> and they're a lot like puffier. They've escaped the patent. <laughs> this looks just like a Lego. They're gonna get fucked. See, but all, 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 all this, all this goes back to is like I never thought of that. What do you think about luxury brands who make shit like that? Like Chanel makes fucking 
uh, footballs and surfboards and shit like that. Oh, these can be personalized. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, you can personalize anything. No. Here's what I think about this. I think that Tiffany and Co. X company. Yeah. Wants to make money on people. They get hype about whatever X company does. So that's what they're gonna do. But I mean, like we always have this thing. It's like we like this from any company. To be honest, like any luxury company that does it, it's like taking something that's like always been a part of your life, and then they just like take it to the max of lux. So it's yeah, like, right. but in a tasteful way. Like it's not like if like somebody right now was like, dude, I'm making a solid gold iPhone. Like that would be <laughs> fucking weird as shit. I mean, DJ Khaled would buy that. Yeah, there's a difference between the taste value of us and the DJ Khaled. No, but I see what you're saying and I understand it. Yeah. But I don't get that hype about this specifically. It's kind of like uh, say say like this like say if Street Fighter made a like one of those what are one of the fucking boards. It doesn't it doesn't matter what it's called. I'm buying it. If yeah. it's Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, what is the board that you use? Like the, the, oh, the fight stick. The fight stick. Say they made like a fucking one of five fight sticks and you had money to buy that shit and it's like super luxe. Like it has like fucking all different types of like. Different like Japanese woods and like shit like that, like really like yeah. handmade tied in. No, I get it. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's but, the same thing as me and Amy Dash when about fucking Louis on people's But if like yeah. Tiffany and Co made a fight stick, I wouldn't buy that. I think you would. I don't think I would. I think you would. I don't think I would. And, the, and they made a, a fight stick that looks like that, like where the panel was that that wood and then the top was that silver. You buy that. What Wait, is it mechanical buttons? Yeah, like where like. Oh, yeah. so it like clicks when you hit so it. So it clicks. Exactly. That's the thing. That's why I think. I think like everybody wants to like not care about like what they like look like on an everyday basis. Those people that like I don't care what I look like. The same people that don't see color. Exactly. That's actually true. So it's it's like it's the thing. Like I don't care about like what I look like instead of putting actual like effort into their lives. Yeah. And to what they wear, but in the same vein of like you saying that you don't care what you look like. That style and that color that you're wearing for that year stems from something that a high end company did. Yeah, that's from the Devil Wears Prada. I that that was a form of Devil Wears Prada, but I also read that in somebody's book as well. I think it was in the No Logan book. I think. I think it's in Naomi Klein's book. Yeah. Either, either way, that analogy, even if it, if it is, it's true. Because people like to think that, like, like uh, fashion, or like, even, like, food is not a fucking art. But that all stems from something that was, like, done on the highest taste level and just trickled down. Wait, you said food is not an art? Well, people like to think that. Who thinks that? Dude, there's people in this world that 1,000% think that, like, food is food. There's some people that like mac and cheese. So there's that. I don't like mean, mac and cheese. Look, I know there's those people. You're right about that. But my argument is that food is art. You want me to explain how? The first person that made, like, chocolate pretzels, right? Doesn't sound like anything, right? Yeah. But he was the first one. That's amazing, bro. Yeah. That's when you, when you really break down anything like that, it's amazing. Like, dude. Think about the first person that had they have the fabric of cashmere. It's like, dude, I'm gonna make this into a sweater. Yeah. Uh, back on the chocolate pretzel, we can even come bring that all the way back to the copying thing because someone decided to put fucking yogurt on a pretzel and thought that was a good idea. That's just good, dog. Those yogurt pretzels are dog. fire, dog. What? They're fucking fire. It's nah. pretty good for sure. Yeah. Um, Guess I'm alone. But yeah, for the for the for <laughs> the, the, the Lego building box to me is just like it's like the the brand flex. That's that that is one thousand percent like yeah I'm a 
I'm 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 on my shit right now. I can do whatever. I well, like I said, I wouldn't buy that specifically, but I, I guess now I yeah, understand the, the, the idea. The thing is with that, they don't think that's gonna sell high volume. They probably they probably have a hundred of those sets. Yeah, all the employees are just gonna rob those shits <laughs> for sure. That, that's gonna end up on the employee discount thing at the end of the year because that's how fucking fashion brands work. If you want to get a fucking uh uh you discount you discounted goods, you can get them like for the same little bit of time. You can only get the super discounted goods of last seasons. So mm-hmm. that is going to be somebody's fucking Christmas gift for next somebody's year. Somebody's going to like, yeah, there's people that sure. eat with solid gold utensils. Exactly. Like, but see, there's a difference between, that's the thing I'm talking about. It's the difference between that and being tacky and then that. It's a difference in like the actual taste of it. I don't know. Since I didn't go through Lego. <laughs> I also kind didn't of, go through Lego. That's kind of oh, like, All right, so we'll, we'll bring this to the fucking, Crocs. you want to talk about the Crocs? Not really. Alright, so we'll just skip that. Like like that they're Crocs, man. Yeah. Like, Crocs, okay, Crocs. Um, y'all want to talk about the Virgil next LV collection? Going to be Michael no. uh, after Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's that's the way he's the way the the next collection is inspired by is going to be Michael Jackson of the. Did he album. say this? Yeah, he said that. For Why sure. would he? Did somebody ask him? Yeah, I think he was talking to a magazine and they were asking oh. him like, "What what what are you inspired by now?" And he said that the next. Did somebody ask him? Jackson. What do you think he just called yeah, really? a person at all? <laughs> Nowadays, yes, it's possible. Yo, yes. dog. I literally feel, think that it's possible that he could just like be like. My next collection is going to be inspired by Michael. But he called it. And then put it in quotations. And that's, yes. all, that's all he said and like hung up the food. Dude, I, <laughs> lo- I love putting just like random bullshit in quotations <laughs> now. It's so the, so his thing is like he puts everything in quotation marks. So it, he could be like uh, today was a good day quotation marks. And I like on his clothing. Yeah. So anything that I put any anytime that I put anything on social media I just put it in quotation marks. Because <laughs> it's, it's I know it's quoting from somebody from somewhere or something. Somebody sometimes. had exactly. it somewhere. Somebody sometimes said, I don't know if that's the reasoning why he does that. No. What, do you I know what he doing? talked about it, but I, it's not a good reason. <laughs> I don't know. The reason why I use it is because I know I'm quoting somebody from some time, for sure. I mean, somebody had to have said it at some point. Yeah, exactly. That's my thing. So They uh, always say that, like, anything you say is never, like, an original sentence. But I don't believe that. I don't believe anything. I, no, because I, I've, I've heard Jerry Seinfeld say this. So he was saying, so... It was a conversation with him and Wale, and when he said that, Wale said that, you know, nothing's new under the sun, and then Jerry was like, uh, what, so why do we wake up in the morning? He was like, uh, what we do is just take from the from the past and formulate it into our thing in the future. So you make it into your own. So originally, it is originality, because that original idea didn't start off with your original idea. I used to think of that negative perspective until earlier today when I heard the phrase, tiddlywinks have come. Stop. <laughs> um, that's an original sentence. That's an original statement. That has never been said before. That, that, that might have been said in fucking Game of Thrones. No, but listen. Listen, 100%, like, I disagree with that, that everything's already been said and all For that sure. stuff. Because we have vernacular, and the vernacular changes over time. There's words that we say now that did not exist yeah you know past, yeah. even 10 years ago yeah. like felching i, I don't know what that, that is. is but, but uh, it, somebody's gonna google that it's gonna be i'm gonna google it right now what do you mean hold up no i don't why not i mean if you can if you want your grown man wait what is what is it it's definitely it's, something sexual yeah, it's a sexual act for sure well safe search we're, is we're, on so we're we're, fi- we're we're finding this uh, on this urban live, dictionary live live yeah, it, live no safe search Fuck that, Steve. If you don't save search, you get some weird shit, man. I'm just Urban Dictionary. Alright, uh, what does Urban, urban Dictionary have to say? Alright, read it. Hold on. Is that it with a T? Right F-E-L-Ching. Like T-C-H-I-N-G. Okay. I thought there don't was a worry. T in there. There's going to be a good ending to this. 
It's not even that bad. I know. Oh, okay. The act of sucking semen from any human orifice. Example, anus, vagina. This it can be done with a drinking straw when semen is deep That's inside the rectum. <laughs> and their uh, example sentences. Horace had enjoyed his intercourse <laughs> session with Birdie <laughs> so much that he decided to filch his own semen. So, once again, AB brings up an odd subject. First it was furries. No, oh, come this. on. No, niggas thought we forgot about the furries. I think, yo, I think this dude this wakes up. Connection. This dude's like Sesame Street, right? Like an X-rated Sesame Street. He woke up today and the letter of the day was F. <laughs> we got furry felching. and felching. Something else is going to pop up as well, too. Uh, the, um, next, the next topic, I don't know if y'all want to talk I about. I got one. So, J.J. John, I, I figured that J.J. John is like the podcast of us. Like They're just a Canadian design studio, aren't they? Yeah. But the thing is, they do a lot of minimalistic shit that's just like super dope to me. Like a lot of their designs would be something that I think that I would be able to design. Not that I would I, be able to design, that I would design. I copied them. What did you I made a shirt to go see um, J. Cole's concert, and the shirt says, um, I'm here for Young Thug. Yeah. And on the back, it's one of the designs that says Teach Peace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the teach piece. I have a teach piece there actually. Yeah. The first one, the burgundy. I was burger. like, I just make that. But the thing <laughs> is, like, they, they have a lot of things where like, like they still a block of like stain remover. Yeah. Um, they have uh, they have a pa- uh, like an art palette. It's just very super minimalistic, which is like something that I'm huge on. And they do a lot yeah. of out of house design as well. Yeah. Without their name on it, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I, I really like that brand. Um. Babe, babe, dot market. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Yo, so that's, a, that's some, a brand you guys would start. Like it feels like a brand you would start. For sure. Like if it, that would be a variation of like a brand. Like between that and like Acne Studios would be the one we start. For sure. I want to make like teletalk pens. Pens? Yeah, like really good fountain like pens. Like really nuanced things is what we like. Like we would make a teletalk basketball or some shit like that. That'd be like, hard. Or a teletalk date dinner, uh, dinner table or some shit like that. Like something like that. Oh, y'all want to go through... I have an idea for a chair. I'll link it to you later. All right. Y'all want to go through Hov's end of the year top playlist? So he has just every end of the year, like, the songs that he played the most throughout the year. Just another ploy to get us to listen to Tidal. (laughs) Chill. Tidal, if if y'all want to sponsor us, I will go on Tidal, no problem. So this is clickbait is what you're saying? You... All right. Hov's going to have us believe that he's listening to Mo Bamba. And Sauce Walker. Let, let me let me tell you something like this right now. If you think that Hope is not paying attention to these little niggas, no, no, you got no, no, shit no, no, fucked no. up. I know he's paying attention. Yeah. Do I think that he's gonna fucking put it in a playlist that he's gonna listen to? Oh no, the these time? are his actual curated playlists. So alright, so um uh, Meek Mill was on the Burgers Club the other day. He was saying that last year he went on a double date with him, Nikki, B and J. And he played and on. Jay uses his playlist like anybody in their own house would like to play their own music, right? So he playing that playlist, and while he was going through the playlist, his playlist, Back to Back came on. Yeah. And he turned that shit off. So, 1,000%, I think he can listen to any of this. But I really fuck with... Bro, Cop Shot the Kid is on here. Cop Shot the Kid is a good song. I like Cop Shot the Kid. The beat is overpowering. Well, we talked about that, that if you listen to that song too much, it does become annoying. But other than like a, a few songs, that most of these songs are really good. The the Westside Gun, Westside Gun and Conway and is a super dope shit. He has the push of shit. He got the Rhapsody joint. He has his easy Kodak. <laughs> On that Z shit. He has a, he he has the artist that uh, Stafford has written like twice on here. 
<laughs> Drake. Facts. <laughs> the, but the one thing that's funny to me is that he has to actually have a song from his album on here. The, the from the Cars of Black Effect. That's a fucking that's a fucking move. Um, but to me, this is like a good mixture of like a lot of good, really good music in one. Except a couple of these niggas, who I, I don't, I've never heard any of their music from. Who? Uh, I never heard Mazi. I never heard of Mazi. I never heard of Sauce Walker. I've heard of Sauce Walker. Uh, Risa Kid Plug Walk, I would not. But I guess this is like the song that he played the most, so like, that, I don't really, like, that song is annoying to me. But. Who's Metro Boomin? Metro Boomin's a producer. Okay. Uh, anybody else you, 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 you don't know on here? There's a lot I don't know. <laughs> you know Sheck West? No, I don't he know. He definitely doesn't know Sheck West. Uh, I guess we'll, we can move on from here anyway. I think you would like Nipsey Hussle. For sure, you would like Nipsey He's Hussle. He's like a rapper. He, he definitely would not know Nipsey Hussle because Nipsey Hussle is a West Coast artist. Uh, and Joe and uh, yeah, I don't like West Coast. No, he's heavy West Coast though. Like he likes West Coast. Oh, you do like the West he Coast. Likes, he likes West Coast a lot. Like, I like funk music a lot, but I like West Coast music a lot, but I prefer East Coast. I think it's on the other side for like Dom Kennedy. I like, dude, I like West Everybody Coast. Everybody here likes Dom Kennedy. Dom Kennedy's classic. Oh, yeah, Dom Kennedy. Dom Kennedy's a classic. <laughs> um, I love. I think for the last three topics, you just want to end it. You want to end it with the Good Morning Julia shit? Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, right. Julia. So we're gonna we're gonna end this on uh, a fucking <laughs> video that we have been like obsessed with. Well, re-obsessed with because yeah. I've already watched it, but these niggas haven't watched it in a while. So it's a guy. <laughs> basically, the base of the story is this guy met this girl at the gym. Found at the her. Gym? Yeah, dude. So this is the real story. So he met this girl at the gym. Oh, at the gym. I thought it was and a bar. Found her name on the sign-up sheet. Waited for her to leave the gym so he can speak to her. And then he got, she said that she tried to get his number so he wouldn't have hers. And what he did yeah. was get, grabbed her phone, put his number in, and called his phone so um, he can have a thing. So I guess we'll end this on this excerpt of this fucking, this thing, and of this of this video of fucking Joe. So I guess we'll end it right here. All right, thanks for having me. Hope your mom's not mad at me. If you feel this shit, motherfuckers sing along